You're listening to Kendall Moore Radio for the next generation on the Talk of Chicago, 1690 AM, WVON. Our voices from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. Hear them now. Generation Radio with Kendall Moore, WVON, AM 1690. Let's talk about it. Come on. New Generation. Kendall Moore Talk Radio, WVON, AM 1690. Streaming live from the web, WVON.com. Let's talk about it. What's This is 1690 AM WVON. Good evening, everyone, and happy Friday to all and everyone. Of course, we're streaming live at WVON.com. This is the Kendall Moore Show, and it is Friday. And as we typically begin, we'll go around the table and introduce the crew. They've been very busy this week, by the way. But before we do that, I want to begin tonight's program by wishing... All of the fathers out there, a very happy Father's Day. And I say that with emphasis because throughout the week, there's been debates on social media that really has uh, tickled my funny about uh, just all of this crazy stuff about comparing men and what a real man is and, no. you know, who's a real dad and who should you call father. And, all, you know, I, you don't get that when it's Mother's Day. Right. But now we having, you know, all these th- theological thinking debates about what a man is and who a man should be and who should be getting a gift and not. Damn it, if you ain't gave your father a call and you ain't gave him a gift and I don't know how many, why are you even in the conversation? Go ahead and get you some damn counseling and figure that out on your own. But leave real men and men who deserve to, to, to enjoy this day. Let them men enjoy their day. So from me to you all, happy Father's Day, guys. Happy Father's Day. I don't give I, 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 <laughs> And then I, period. I'm with you, brother. Yeah, yeah. right. Happy I'm Father's Day. day. I'm going to leave it right there. Robin Lewis. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I concur. Good for you uh, for saying all that. Robin, thank you so very much. That's why I rock with you, Robin. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> that's I'm why cool I like rock that. with you. Because I'm cool like that. No, All right, that's kidding. what's up. Robin, always kidding. good seeing you. Enjoy your holiday. Listen, you know what, Robin? And happy Juneteenth to you as oh, well. Oh, happy Juneteenth to everybody. Yay. Yes, yes. Federal holiday. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to be talking about it. And y'all already know. Let's introduce the team because it's a hot show already in the car for the day. Attorney Sierra Norris is in the building. How y'all doing? Don't start no trouble. Don't, do not start trouble on this show tonight. It's the weekend of Juneteenth. I'm not. I can't make no promises to you. Don't do it. Don't do it. What's that? Will? What up? What up? You're looking da- very dapper. Looking Thank good. You, brother. Thank you, my brother. I think, well, what was it? Because you're like, we're almost wearing the same color, man. Almost. Mm. I think I look better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> we need to get some video up on this real quick. We need to get some. <laughs> now, Beretta, what happened, sis? Hey, Kendall. What's up? How are you? I'm doing great. You know, we actually should have did a photo shoot today. Oh, we got all these yeah. summer colors on. Look at how we look. <laughs> you know, you, know, ready, you know what? It was really cool. Speaking of Juneteenth, um, my office was closed. Uh, it's just nice to see us being honored and celebrating a holiday on a yes. federal level. It's yeah. kind of dope. I mean, we didn't we didn't actually ask. We asked for police reform and all that stuff, but yeah. either way, it's still nice. But it's ours. It is. It's, it's ours, nice. and it's federal. And you know what? We're going to get into some conversation about that. Yeah. Look at the, the Sierra sitting there like, That's please, all right. let me let me know. No, We're going to no, get into no, it. No, We're going to no. get into it. That's all right. We're, we're cool. going to get there. We're going to get there. Big shout. Devin, what up, man? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Everything, everything? Yeah, everything's everything. Happy Father's Day to you, Dale. Appreciate you, man. Happy, happy day to you, too. All right, man. You and me and Will already celebrated our Father's Day, I think, on Tuesday or Wednesday. But we're going to continue to celebrate. That was a pre-celebration. That was a pre-celebration, Will? There's a (laughs) pre-celebration? Yeah, yeah. Hanging out with West Side Will. Nobody gave me the email. I had to quantify his status on the West Side. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I had to make sure he was safe. You know, I was about to take him off count, but I ain't do that. You know what I mean? We had to go make them see them boys, and them boys got, you know, they, they said but, a few but, but things. Them and boys them. knew me, though. Them boys knew me. They knew my family. They, Shout they, out to John Ivy. I thought he missed me. What's up, man? What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, so you already know what we're getting into. Tonight is the Friday night show, VONs, getting you from your work week to your weekend. Tonight's program, we are beginning with Juneteenth. Coming up after the break, I do have the pleasure of having Commissioner. Dennis Deer, who will be joining us on the VON Live Line to discuss the many activities that are going to be happening for Juneteenth and and has happened. Uh, he's been huge in everything uh, Juneteenth mm-hmm. for the state of Illinois, the county, as well as locally here at the city level. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about our Juneteenth. We can't do nothing but talk about Juneteenth. And I, I want to get your comments as well, because there's been a lot of back and forth on that, too. Mm-hmm. So black folks think that they just threw it they threw they owed that to us and that's just what they threw us we finally getting a, a, another uh, holiday because of all of the stuff that happened in 20 uh in 2020 2020 and what happened with George Floyd and all of these murders and killings and all of that blah 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 and you know we're so, damned if we do it we're damned if we don't so I'm going to pre-converse Cece because she's Man, sitting look. next to me waiting to explode like a volcano this is what I got to say this is what I got to say why not why not? We deserve it. We earned it. We work for it. And there's more to come. Stay tuned. All right. We'll, we'll have that conversation. Also, uh, what we got? We got uh, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. She's, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the elected, elected school, school board. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's going to have to give it up. She didn't like she what happened. Still, she, yeah, she didn't like yeah. what happened. And I understand that. I, I somewhat agree with her on that. Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> 
the politics is complicated. It's comp- and it's very convoluted. And this only makes the waters murkier. Exactly. And people don't understand that. And I know it sounds sexy. Well, we're going to get an elected school board and we're going to make our decisions of our, of our own children and all that. That's great. But here's the thing with that. You might do better just ha- uh, having the elected person choose a school board and be able to control them from there because now you got people who are going to run for that spot and big money is going to be thrown there will be which will well it's it's going to be another uh you know another one of those exactly very much politicized who will own your children will it be you or will it be the corporation? Well, what happens and when they course, start different, who, who controls the, different who types controls of schools and they start exactly. making unilateral decisions and they start, you know, protecting their own interests? Education is a right, not a privilege for a reason. And to politicize it is going to be to slowly start to privatize it, which means it's going to turn into so capitalistic, which means school. that not necessarily charter school. It's just when things in this country or democratic societies from rights, they turn into capitalism and it's non-for-profit turns into for-profit. Money corrupts that and sometimes it's more about the bottom line than the quality of education. And we already have an issue about the quality of education in our schools, especially when it comes to certain communities, people that look like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good point to, to add to that. And I know, we'll, I know we'll be talking about that a little bit later on, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that means, you know, you, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. There's, you know, there's always this thing. And here's something that I didn't know and I learned this week. The Chicago public school system, they once had the biggest budget in the state of Illinois. That's I mean, right. it was even bigger than the cities. It was bigger than the police, the, the, the police department. That's they right. had the biggest budget. Now they, it's the second biggest budget. That's a lot of money that we're talking about playing with people's lives. Well, they just protested right before the pandemic. That was the big thing in Chicago. They were out there. They they literally walked out the whole entire uh, teachers union. And I wonder if this is... Is this a solution to what they were out there for? You know, the pandemic kind of swallowed everything up, so you forget about what happened before that. But right Mm -hmm. before that, all the the teachers' union walked out and they were protesting in those red shirts. My question is, is... Did this change? Is electing officials? Is this going to deal with the with the issues that they brought to the table, or is this just a way to you know provide a solution, provide a response without a solution? I feel that. All right. So all of that and more. I know we talking some raunchy stuff during the the lit roundtable hour as well. Will just introduce me. What's the guy's name? Ronnie O'Neill. Oh, my God. Folks, we should post that on the Kendall Moore Show page right now. Let people yeah. go see it. But he's 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 trending right now. He's, trending. Um, he's it, defending himself for a double murder. But that's CeCe's area. Listen. That's her job. Ooh. I ain't going to tell her about her job. <laughs> listen, listen. I told her about that. Folks, don't touch the job. We're back in a moment. <laughs> Kendall Moore Show. Let's go. All right, 24 minutes after the hour. We certainly appreciate you guys checking in with us. We are 1690 AM. We're done. WVON. All right, joining us now on the WVON live line. And big shout to everyone across the country. Big shout to the Biden administration. Big shout to Vice President Kamala Harris and her team. Big shout to Congress. The vote was overwhelmingly supported. Um, Juneteenth is now officially a federal holiday. Uh, from from that standpoint, uh, Moinoink, Jules, um, Myers, mm-hmm. 
Pete's. Yes. They're going to make tons of money because black people love to barbecue and celebrate and and, and, <laughs> and, and, and drink. And so Hennessy and Sarai, uh, you know, it's just another day for black folks to celebrate. Uh, you know what else uh, black people that, love to do? Hey, hey so wrong with thank, that. You, thank you for Ain't making it. wrong with this. I'm not saying that. With that. Yeah, you know what else black people like to do? What Put S's yeah, on the end of words where they don't belong. What is jewels? Oh, yeah, yeah, jewels. Excuse me. I do apologize for that. All right, let's get to Commissioner Dennis, dear good brother, good fraternity brother of mine, doing a lot of great work. Commissioner Dennis, dear, how are you, sir? And thank you for taking some time to be with us here on the Kendall Moore Show. I'm doing outstanding, man. Thanks for having me once again on the Kendall um, more show. You all are doing a fantastic job every week. Commissioner Deer, thank you so very much for your hard work uh, that you put in relative to Juneteenth and it becoming a holiday here in the state um, and, and just locally as well. Tremendous support, tremendous work that you put in and put behind it. Uh, you had a fantastic week with the work that you were doing out there at Malcolm X College. Please uh, give us some information on, on, on what took place and how it all came about. Well, first and foremost, um, I'm thankful for all of my colleagues on the Cook County Board, uh, specifically Stanley Moore, Commissioner Moore. Interestingly enough, both and I were thinking about this at the same time and not even told each other about it. So in June of 2020, both of us introduced an ordinance at the same time, uh, declaring Juneteenth a county holiday. We ended up merging those ordinances to come out with one. And then it took us about six months uh, before we were able to unanimously get it passed on December the 17th, 2020. But as you know, Brother Moore, um, I've been at this for a while. Yes, sir. I've been, I declared racism a public health crisis two years ago. I declared gun violence a public health crisis uh, about six months ago. This is about our people. And so once we pass Juneteenth um, as, a, as a holiday in Cook County, the largest county in the country to pass Juneteenth as a holiday, I knew we wanted to do something to celebrate it. But this is the thing I want to get past. This isn't for me. It just wasn't a holiday to get off and sit at home and do nothing. Mm. I formed Juneteenth, Illinois, which is a collaboration of city, county, and state. And we just wrapped up a week of Juneteenth celebration, but celebrating by educating, illuminating, and helping people understand where we have come and where we are going. And I see Juneteenth just like that. We should be able to say, hey, this is from whence we've come. And every Juneteenth, we should be reporting out what we have accomplished and how we're going to tra- how we're going to transfer that knowledge onto the next generation. I absolutely agree, and not to be redundant, but I absolutely applaud you and your colleagues, Commissioner Deer. You know, it's yes, not sir. you know it's because it's, because it really it's just one. It's hard to get legislation passed. I don't care what level you are on. That's number one. Number two, low key, and I'm I, you know I'm not speaking for you, but I'm speaking of you know some of the systems that many of you are a part of. You got low key co- colleagues who really you know they they're not supporting it. I don't care what's what's going on. So for right, some, right, so, right. For something like this to pass and for it to happen, it truly is to be applauded. Something that you mentioned, and I, I want to reiterate that. For you know, there's a lot of people out here who you know we're, we're joking about it, saying, "Oh yeah, that's another day we got off." Blah 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 right. blah. But to your point, to formalize 
what this day, that day of action, what it symbolizes and what it is going to entail for future, right. future generations to come. Right now, I mean, that is ta- that's a tantamount task that needs to be formed, which is exactly what you and your colleagues are doing, uh, Commissioner Deer. And it was a unanimous decision uh, on the Cook County Board. All 17 commissioners voted on it. But I want to say this as well, Brother Moore. When I began to plan Juneteenth, Illinois, week, uh, week-long celebration, I had sponsors that jumped on board immediately and said, man, we want to be part of this. I'll sponsor the website. I'll sponsor bringing speakers in. I'll sponsor an award. We even gave our scholarships today, brother. And that's always been a dream of mine, to be able to help young brothers and sisters who are getting ready to go to college, uh, help them have just a little bit more to purchase those books. Because when I got on the campus of Jackson State University, man, I was broke as a joke. <laughs> and, I, and a book, and a book cost one hundred and fifty dollars a piece. <laughs> and, 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 uh, brother Commissioner Deer, and, and, and you tell the, the listening audience how much you got back when you went to sell your books back. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. exactly. You know what? Hey, hey, some of them seniors told me the game. No, they, they don't take them back to the bookstore. Sell them to the next group of freshmen. So we wait. We were able to get just a little bit more. You take them back to the bookstore, you beat them bought them for 150 you get 30 back. <laughs> there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Commissioner Dennis Deer, he's on our live line. we got to take a break right now. When we return, we continue the conversation. I'm Kendall. Welcome back to the Kendall Moore Show on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago, the voice of the nation, and his I, Westside Will. Welcoming, uh, welcoming back uh, my favorite Westside Commissioner, 2nd District uh, Cook County Commissioner, Mr. Dennis Deer, and we're talking about Juneteenth, the Juneteenth celebration. Hey, Commissioner, how are you, sir? I'm doing outstanding, man. All the time. Great. Always a privilege and a pleasure to uh, to hear from you and see you, brother. Uh, I'll possibly see you this weekend. We have some festivities going on over on the west side that I'll be talking about later on in the show. All right. There's plenty of stuff going on, too. A lot. We're getting it, we getting it in, right? Oh, yeah. Now, so, so here's the thing. I just a little bit of a head start. I've been getting it in all week. That's right. <laughs> I know you have. I know you have. Here, here's the thing. What a lot of people don't know, and maybe you can confirm this, on the west side specifically, we've been doing Juneteenth events, I know uh, probably longer than 10 years. Correct? There was always something being done. That's right. Yeah, so I don't I know here, I know on the south side and other parts of town, they might have a Juneteenth party or something, but we have always been doing like Juneteenth events. That's absolutely correct. And the funny thing is, the more and more people I talk to, brother, I had never heard of Juneteenth until I was a freshman in college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it wasn't celebrated back in the day. But when I got down to Jackson State, they were celebrating it in the South. I decided to go to school each summer for, um, you know, so I could get out a little bit earlier. And they took me to a Juneteenth celebration. I fell in love with it right away. I said, man, they talking about black Yeah, black <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Um, I know a lot of people, like Kendall said earlier, a lot of people are saying, oh, they're giving us another holiday to do this and that. But I think now that it is a federal holiday, people and black people in general will understand the very significance of this. And I don't know if you agree with that or not, but what's your thoughts on I that? Do. I do agree with it, man. Listen, this here, now that it's passed as a holiday, some people will look at it as a vantage point. Uh, man, I got me another day off. 
I'm a cook. I'm telling people not to do that. I look at this as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it is an opportunity for us to come together collectively. We got some federal legislation passed. Man, let's take this up another level. Here on the west side, and even in Inglewood and some areas on the south side, we are still dealing with social determinants of health. We are dealing with health inequity. We are dying at an alarming rate. The, the life expectancy in Inglewood is 30 years shorter than in Streeterville. Hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. So these are issues that we have to focus on on a Juneteenth. And look, Juneteenth is every single day of the year. Hmm. We may highlight it on June 19th, but we should be talking about stuff and making plans. And Juneteenth, Juneteenth is our report out period. So next year, I want to be able to come back to you all and say, look, not only did I declare gun violence as a public health crisis, I got some money to put behind it. So we can begin getting some black folks, not nobody else other than black folks, black folks to research why this gun violence is taking place. At Cook County Health alone, and I'm sure that's just like any other hospital. We did, we did, we spent $34 million last year on trauma and gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. $34 million, right? But on the other side of that, I'd like to see us research that. And we're doing a fantastic job at Soldier Hospital. But I'd like to see us research that and also fund prevention-related programs. So for me, Juneteenth passing as a holiday is an opportunity for us that are black individuals to come together and begin slating out what we need and what we want. Equity and equality are two different things. People use it interchangeably, but they are two different things. Equity is about what we need. Equality is what we want. And what does that mean? Equality, I can get a slice of the equality pie today. And everybody say, well, look, you got something. Just like Juneteenth, mm-hmm. you got something. So, yeah, it might be equality. That's what I wanted. But what I need is equity. Equity is equality plus back taxes. Y'all feel me? Absolutely. And you know what? Equity is equality plus back taxes. The only, re- the only way that we can ever get equality is if I get equality today and equity through the back taxes, then I can push forward in the future with equality. You know what, Commissioner? That's a really great point. This is Netta Beretta. That back taxes yeah. part, we we really working on that part <laughs> because we need reparations and everything else. But what do you say to people who feel like this was just something that was passed to temporarily appease black people as opposed to passing some of the comprehensive policy reform that we've been asking for? So I, I will first and foremost ask them, what part have you played in any of them? Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's how you get folks to calm down. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what part have they played in getting us reparations? What part has a person played in all of these other areas that we've been working on? Because we need people. I think I can legislate all I want at Cook County government. But if I ain't got my communities behind me, it's for naught. Mm. So what I would say to that person is, if you haven't been involved, get involved. Yes, I see your vantage point. Some may see it as just another holiday to appease us, but you can change that. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, 
promote general welfare and ensure the blessings of liberty for ourselves mm. and our prosperity. That's the beginning of our preemptive. We the people. Mm. So we have been conditioned to believe that we are not the people. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Juneteenth is about. This is our Independence Day. We are the people. Well, and now Commissioner, we have to do- this is uh, Attorney Sierra Norris, and I, I think I've been a little bit quieter than uh, my crew is usually um, used to because... <laughs> You know, last year on Juneteenth, uh, you can look at my Instagram page at Attorney Sierra Norris. I'm in all black um, in front of a Juneteenth sign uh, protesting. And last year, that was a huge, you know, time for protesting. And I, I hear and respect your answer to Netta's question. But in your answer was kind of like a, a safe fail. You assumed that the person that was asking wasn't doing anything. What do you tell to the girl who has over 270 clients, is in court every single day, and is has clients that are crying in front of these judges, and mm. they're penalized by the mass incarceration system? And I, I don't think that we should undermine getting a holiday, but this is what I, I want to say to the holiday. I hope that they didn't do it for a pacification. I hope it is a first step and I hope that people really understand that um, what Juneteenth stands for and it stands for when you're, you know, when you're oppressed and there's nothing else to do. There was a question um, that we were to ask when is violence necessary? Isn't that what Juneteenth is on? Like, isn't that what it's about? Like raising up? Like I hear policy programs and things like that and researching gun law, but how do you stop a system Cook County is the biggest county. It's also the biggest criminal justice system. And I work in it every single day and I see it feed mass incarceration. But we can't get reparations. We can't get police reform. We, you know, cool that there's a holiday, but we can't even pass critical race theory in our schools. And now they're trying here, even in the Cook County, to politicize it. So it's like, I what do you say to somebody who has dedicated their entire life to the trenches that doesn't think that this is necessarily the right move? Um, and, and wants to know that it's not a pacifier. I agree. And your points are well taken. Let me digress back. I didn't make an assumption and say a person was not involved. My answer to them, to that question, I would ask, have you been involved? Because what I found is that, you know, people are, are talking about it, but we got to make sure that we give them an invitation to get involved because they don't think nobody wants them to be involved. So yes, but it's I so hard. Like I'm a criminal defense attorney. Like that takes a certain kind of level of will, determination. Like, what is the involvement? What does it look like? And does everybody have to have the same level? What's the actual plan? What are the facts? Okay, so Commissioner, before you answer that, we got to take a break. And when we come right back, could you please answer that question for Attorney Sierra Norris? All right, this is the Kendall Moore Show, everybody. Welcome back to the Kendall Moore Show. I'm West Side Will with Super Attorney uh, Sierra Norris. Hey, Cece, what we call her. And we have oh, on the live things. line, oh, Netta Beretta. And we have on the live line, 2nd District Cook County Commissioner Dennis Deer. Um, Sierra, now we went to commercial with Sierra Norris asking Mr. Deer about the uh, uh, criminal justice system as it relates to Cook County. And uh, um, Commissioner, could you please uh, answer that question for her, please? Absolutely. And I believe the we ended on, she was mentioning that uh, some people may not be in, be able to get involved at a certain level um, into uh, helping to change legislation, et cetera. And I totally agree. But I am of the firm belief that 
there's always something for somebody to do if they want to do it. And so even tomorrow, a young sister by the name of Ashley Munson, who is part of our Juneteenth Illinois uh, coalition, is doing a big march. And last year they had over 2,000 people in the march, and their march was for justice. Some people can march. Some people can meet. Some people can meet with legislators. Some people can write policies. And so there's always some. And some people just got a lot of connections. Right. They can get other people involved. What I attempt to push, and I don't say it's one way as the highway, I, I attempt to push involvement. That's how we got the Second Chance Act passed. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Congressional Records as one of the architects of that because it's more black people who are locked up in the criminal justice system than any other culture. We needed to change some of that. Yep. And so we have to... As, as it relates to Juneteenth, we have to figure out ways to collaborate more. This didn't just happen overnight. It's not going to change overnight. But we all have to work as a collective. And, and what's, the, what's the sister's name that asked the question? Sierra Norris. To, I, Super Attorney Sierra Norris. I, I would love to meet with her uh, to talk a little bit further about it. No, I definitely am trying to educate myself as much about how to change the community because I do criminal defense for profit mainly. And I spend my days in these courthouses. And, you know, I saw a meme earlier that was, you know, really telling. It's cool that we have a holiday, but, you know, slavery has turned into mass incarceration. And those that are workers for county and don't always, you know, it's hard to push involvement. It's hard to push this issue race uh, critical race theory should be in our schools it's not it's not as easy as saying like let's get up and do something because when we do as black people it can it you know it's met with hostility so so i don't know if it's so much of a question as it is a statement it's just what you know what is what is it too big to really reform is it something that can actually be helped by holidays and is this a pacifier because we got to spend time on you know this issue because it was COVID and we didn't have anything to do what happens well, where they work us so much well, well, well let me ask this first before the commissioner answers your question uh, commissioner we know what happened last year uh, around this time and prior to this time you know it was the death of George Floyd uh, like I said earlier on the west side shout out to a gentleman by the name of Ricky Brown I believe you know uh, Mr. Brown yeah. Older gentleman, he the West Side Historical Society. He constantly pushed Juneteenth, and he told us about it. That's how I discovered it ten years ago. And we had parades and everything. Um, but but isn't this a prime example of how we collaborate as Black people when we come together that we can uh, make change and initiate something? I mean, isn't that what this basically is? And it's that's, not that's exactly what it is. Okay, it is us, us being able to come together. And, and do the things necessary. That doesn't mean it won't be met by hostility. It doesn't mean that we ain't gonna make make other folks mad. But guess what? I don't care about making people mad. And I, I know I won't be successful all the time. But for me, this is a ministry. And if God be for you, who could be against you? Mm-hmm. So, what do you hope for this holiday going forward? More than just uh, barbecues and you know being able to say we have a holiday. What do you hope that people use this time for and um, educate other people about black culture and our history? You just you just answered your question. That's the way I would answer it. I would do the exact same thing that I did this week in an inaugural as an inaugural component. 
we actually partnered with a gentleman, TJ, uh, named TJ and Lucretia, a young lady named Lucretia for Black Culture, Black Culture Week and the Black Remembrance Project. Juneteenth, Illinois did that. This is about education. So I pushed education. Today was the county's day off. I wouldn't know. We were over there at Malcolm X pushing education. And we streamed it live so everybody could see it. And it's memorialized. Whoever didn't see it, they can go back. But we were talking about economic development today in the black neighborhood, what's happening and what's not happening. Yesterday, we talked about health care and what's happening and what's not happening. We had the CEO of Cook County Health there to talk about that with us, what we need to happen. And so at the end of the day, this is about, for me, and this is in the legislation in the county, it is about a day of education, illumination, and, and helping individuals to liberation, helping them free themselves, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. Okay, so let me say this really quick, Mr. Uh, Commissioner Deer. I have to say this because I know your background. I, I, I know your history. And I'm going to tell you, I remember when you came in, you replaced uh, uh, the Honorable Robert Steele, who passed. That's and, correct. And, and uh, uh, Bobby Steele, former Cook County, first woman who was the Cook County Board President, Bobby Steele, her son. And I just want to say, man, you have did an excellent job. You have did an excellent you, job. Bob. I've been following you. You know, I meet you outside. And I see you doing things. I'm like, uh, uh, Commissioner Deer is on it. So I just want to uh, congratulate you for everything that you do and your staff as well. I know Eric, and uh, he's been loyal and everything and just doing his thing. You guys do a great job. I got a great there. staff, and I support I support you 100. percent So I just Thank want you, you to know that um, I couldn't do it without my staff, man. They're phenomenal. Okay, and, and tell them, hey, I appreciate them as well. So, so is reparations next? I like it to be, and I and I'm not talking about no no um, uh, window dressings either, because you know there's some people they are settled for window dressings. No, we have to have a com- we have to have something comprehensive. But I mean that wouldn't benefit the people that were in power though. So it's like I hear you and I I'm not I hate to undermine progression for the sake of undermining progression because everybody has a role to play and this is a really big issue. But history has taught us over and over again that the excellency and growth of the black community is met with hostility in this country. And I think that there's a a younger generation I was out there protesting with Minnesota, you know, with for George Floyd. I saw the buildings burn. I saw the anger and the you you know, defeat on some people. And it just, we hear you as young people. I don't want to be the voice of all young people, but I think it's safe to say we hear it and we get it. But, you know, the Tulsa massacre just passed. We we wouldn't need reparations. Even when we built ourselves up by our own bootstraps, it's been violently uh, attacked. I think there's a lot of anxiety with the younger uh, community on whether it's even worth getting involved. Um, I'm not saying that I, I mean, I dedicated my life to criminal defense, so I'm not saying that I share that, but I, but in working with a lot of young people, how do we reach them to say that this is going to work when they're becoming more aware of their history and what this country has done to the black community? And, and, and I hear exactly what you said, but the only individuals that can uplift young people, millennials, uh, are other millennials. I've learned that. And we have to put the message out there. Look, if you do nothing, you get nothing. Right. If you don't go vote, if you don't uh, get involved in the system, 
and, 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 and dismantling the system, you get nothing. So, I mean, if some people choose to sit on the sidelines, uh, we won't get anything done. We have to encourage people to, to get involved, and, if they, and they get involved at their own level because this has to be a collective. We can, and I know we don't have a bunch of time left, but we can't leave out conditioning. We have been conditioned. And, and I, I have a PhD in psychology. We have been conditioned. And Carter G. Woodson talked about it in his book, Miseducation of a Negro, that if you can cause an individual or group of people to believe certain things about themselves, you don't have to tell them to go to the back door. They go there anyway. And if there's no back door there, they'll make one. We have to cause a paradigm shift to take place. Great. I agree Great. with that. All right. Well, is this, yeah. I know we, we got to get ready to go. Is this part of that paradigm shift, getting the federal government to recognize us like this? Is this going to actually help? Is this going to help believe, us start to recognize for that. ourselves? Is this going to help white people to start recognizing us? There's so many questions. There are a lot of questions, which is why I said I wanted to talk to you. After. Um, I believe that this is a wrinkle. It is just like throwing a rock into the pond and causing a ripple effect to happen. It is not the problem. This is, in the research world, we call it multifactorial, which means there are multiple factors that contribute to a problem. We have to have a multi-pronged solution. There is no silver bullet. We're talking over 200 years of indecency to a group of people. It's not going to change in 20 years. But if we continue to push for change, change happens. Fear does not bow down to anything else but fear. Change bows down to nothing else but change. So how do you deal with people in the community um, who basically, you know, they want policing? And I know uh, Sierra was talking about crime and, 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 well, she's talking about the incarcerated and, right. and they create crime. But how do you deal with people who are concerned about the crime? And at the same time, I know Sierra, she fights for people who yep. have been accused. What do you do about that? What how how can we handle that situation and bring them together? It is it to, is a paradigm to, to make shift. them understand. It's a paradigm shift. It is. Education is never neutral. It's either liberating or oppressing. And so we have to help change people's minds. Some of that is by doing. I'll give you a case in point. When we first started writing the Ex-Offender Employment Self-Sufficiency Act, that was something nobody had ever seen before. And that is the predecessor of the Second Chance Act. You know how many people came against us for that? Hmm. But we can't care about people coming against us. Because look, I'm from the west side of Chicago. I ain't never scared. Right. Don't, That's don't, right. Don't, That's don't, right. We ain't scared of nothing. Don't don't let these alphabets behind my, my name in these suits deceive you. That's right. You know, I ain't never right. getting ready to be scared. So, so I commissioner? toe-to-toe with the best of them. And when my young brothers and sisters see me standing toe-to-toe with the rest of us, I'm going to go a little biblical. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violence take it by force. At some stage in the game, we have to have the suits that can go into the corporate world and make these changes. But we got to have the brothers and sisters on the street to make the changes, too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm multilingual. I'm going to talk to the brothers on the streets, and I'm going to go downtown and talk to the legislators, and I'm going to go to Springfield and get up with the homies that's legislators there 
and we're going to make some stuff happen. And that's the West Side way. So let me let me ask you, Commissioner, because we got to wrap up here. Uh, How do people get in contact with you? I leave them with my my district office number. That's where I'm at the most these days. 773-722-0140. And I'm always up to rapid taste. Okay. You know, we talk about our people. I'm ready to make some change and continue to do so. Excellent. Hey, thank you very much, sir. WVON and Kendall Moore family. Please thank 2nd District Cook County Commissioner Dennis Deer. Thank you. Thank you all. Happy Juneteenth. All right. This is the Kendall Moore Show, everyone. We'll be right back. Damn it. Stop it. All right. Welcome back. This is Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. This is 1690 AM WVON. It's the Kendall Moore Show. This is what we do on Fridays. They will never be the same. We're going to get to Art in just a second. Big shout, Commissioner Dennis Deer. Certainly appreciated his presence and everything that he is doing. I'm very grateful for people like uh, Brother uh, Brother mm-hmm. Deer. I really am. Yeah. They don't make them like that anymore. No, they're, not, they're, they're not built that way. No, they don't. He replaced uh, uh, Robert Steele. And Robert, Robert Steele uh, was also. It was a very good commissioner. Very good commissioner. And, and his mom was a good. He stepped right up. Yeah, he did. Dennis stepped right up. And I remember he started making change right away. You know what I'm saying? He started doing his thing. So shout out to Dennis Steer. I got much respect for him. Much respect for him. West Side. All right, well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I stamped your passport. You know, when you pass a certain point, you know. That's right. You, I, 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 I ain't worried about Beretta, it. Beretta, I stamped his passport. I ain't worried about it. Stamped his passport. I'm sorry. You know, well, West Siders do read books, Kendall. I didn't tell you that. Regardless, hey, regardless that, 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 of you, the stereotype. You do not want to get into the conversations we were having when we were together this regardless week. Regardless the stereotypes that people say about when well, we read books and we're very educated. Some of us out here are really doing Well, that. I'm from the West Side. I, I read know, books. I'm very I'm educated. That's Thank what I'm saying. Much. Isaiah, we're having some well, problem on our feed in here. You know. Uh, yeah. You know. You live in the suburbs now, but you good. Hey, man, listen. What do you got against the suburbs? Well, you on that? You good. No, man, I'm playing with y'all, man. You know I love y'all. Yeah, I, you know well, what I'm saying? I could, I could, you know, you know. I can live wherever I want to. <laughs> that's, right. Right. that's right. That's right. Gangsters can be raised I'm in the, in the suburbs. In the and I'll report to y'all <laughs> what's going on. So. All right. Let's get back. Let's get back to this. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, All Juneteenth. Right. Big Juneteenth. All right. So let's get. Um, do we want to touch on Lightfoot right now? Let's, let's let's just backtrack on it a little bit. Why not? Uh, I think let's it's get into Father's Day. What you think? Father's Day. Okay. All right. All right. We can do that. Uh, well, let's ask Beretta, Sierra. You, so you we're doing life or we're doing uh, Father's Day? You know, okay. I love the fathers. We got the whole 8 o'clock dedicated to Father's Day, too. So And that crazy dude it's who uh, killed his whole family. Uh-huh. Like, well, I, don't I don't even know why uh-huh. we shouldn't be talking about that on Father's Day We shouldn't be talking about that on Father's, 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 Day, that on Father's nah. Day. I thought we had settled that. It's very ironic to do <laughs> in, a, in a very, like, we, like, I know they want to probably hear some opinions on it, but is it, it's ironic. Can you do both? Can you honor fathers and um, talk about, talk crazy about what's talk about crazy? Father. It's not. It's not anybody's fault that his trial falled right before Father's Day. I'm sure he didn't choose that. I wouldn't have. But, you know, there's a lot <laughs> of things that could be that published. Way. There's a lot of things that could be. Uh, in the media right now, and for them to choose that one, it's just like, come on, y'all. Whoa. And he just so happened to be African-American. Come he on, happened, so happened to be black. Yeah. And then all of these major announcements were being made. What's, what's up, CC? I mean to cut you off. No, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's tragic what he's on um, trial for. I don't think that it undercuts Father's Day by talking about it because it just so happens to be in the news right now. Yeah. And But it's that... 
that right there, um, for anybody who who cares to know what it's like to think like an attorney, is the reason why I would have never uh, set my client's trial the week before Father's Day. This specific type of trial. This is why no matter how well you are spoken, no matter how good of a case you have, there's a saying in in, in our field that, uh, that someone who represents themselves has a fool for an attorney. A lawyer who represents themselves as a fool for an attorney. If I was on murder, if, if I was accused of anything, I would not represent myself. The emotions are too high and you have to take a step back. It starts from the day that you set the trial and why the atmosphere setting a good jury trial and winning a good jury trial and being a good lawyer has way more to do than what it, the substantive of the case. And if I was his attorney, I would have never set this specific case of what he's accused of the week before Father's Day. I would have been like, listen, we're going to wait 45 or 60 days. Let Father's Day blow over because what is he being and, and, and well, it, he, he made the wrong decision. Though, believe, no. no, so they get appointed an attorney kind of like it's like a lifeguard right like they'll only come get you if you do something egregious or you completely don't know the procedure when it's a lawyer isn't about people are like oh i'm gonna sue these people okay where's the money who are you gonna pay it with do you know how much the the filing fee is there's so much more to being a lawyer than just getting on there and telling a good story what he is saying is not wrong but me I don't care how aggressive you think I am. I would never deliver like that. Mm-hmm. The week that You're I do the trial. You're not aggressive. <laughs> yes, I Who am. Who are we talking about? You know. But I am. But I am. But that's. But but that there there are waves. There's there's that is appropriate in some ways, and it's not. Mm-hmm. And even if he believes that nobody believes in him. Having a good lawyer who knows how to present a horrible story like that is important. And, you know, I don't think we can not not talk about him. The fact that he did it the week before Father's Day is something to talk about Father's Day because people well, are excited about Father's Day. Right, right. Right. The, the trial is. Right. But, but people are yeah. excited about Father's Day. And this is like maybe they're tr- triggered more because Father's right. Day is right around the corner. Which brings us to a, a, we're, we're at a breaking point right now. We're at the 20. We're going to take a break. And when we return, let's continue the conversation about Fathers. Yeah. Skinner Moore Show. FBG. Right. Listen, Will and I, we are in the studio trying to give history lessons to these young ladies. Where? When? I don't know. Heavy D. Isaiah, were and you in attendance? Girls and girls, they love me. That's right. Delvin, good, good, good choice of music tonight, sir. That's right. It's all on you, brother. It's all your Hey, show. hey, 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 hey. Happy Father's Day to all yeah. the fathers yeah. out there. Yeah. All right. So anyway, here we go. Uh, fathers. Uh, I, I, I started off tonight's program, and I wanted to make sure that I at least took time. We talk about everything up under the sun. Mm-hmm. We do not take time enough to talk to real men who are doing their jobs in yes. the community yep. and for their families. There are tremendous personalities and people, and I am specifically talking about males. Mm-hmm. We acknowledge everybody else and all of everything else, but I'm specifically talking about male males who are black, and I want to wish them a very happy Father's Day. 
Yep. And the reason that I want to do it is because black men, we are, you know, we're always the brunt of everybody else's whatever else they wanted them. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. And then when it, when it comes to Father's Day for black men, we get judged by the character of whoever your dad was. Mm-hmm. Well, I've always said this to you, and, mm-hmm. and, and tell me if I'm lying. Right. When I'm dating a woman, I could tell she got a daddy or not. Yeah. Give me 10 minutes with her. <laughs> Give me yeah. 10 minutes with her. Yeah. And I could tell you if she was raised by her daddy or not. Yeah, yeah. Who raised you? No, you ain't even got to ask the question. question All you got to do is listen to the conversation. And you can tell there wasn't no daddy in the life. Which is why I salute the men who have taken the time to be in their family lives. Mm -hmm. Even the men who have circumvented and have come back around and figured it out. And now those men are doing a better job. Everybody is not 100 when they first start off. No. They're just not. You ain't perfect. If you had a child when you were 17, 18 years old, Mm -hmm. and you was an a-hole, and you was just out here doing whatever, what what you wanted to do, and then you figured it out, and it's unfortunate that black men got to figure it, many black men have to figure it out Mm -hmm. at a later later age. And and, and what what was not on top of that is, Mm -hmm. they figured out at a later age because of the way systemic racism is. Mm -hmm. Mayor Lori Lightfoot just announced today that racism is a public health issue. You know, the the, uh, you know, one of the companies that I, I, I consult for, they've been said that. Mm-hmm. The point that I am making, by the time you get, some men have, it, it takes time for men, black men. Black men. Especially to get there. To get anywhere. Because, but, of, you, you, well, you know, well, let me let me say this. That, that they, Happy Father's uh, Day to the men out there. Yeah. Give happy me a call. Happy Father's Day to you, brother. And happy Father's Day to you, too, black West man, Side. Black man. <laughs> happy Father's Day but, to you, too, Dale. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it upsets me. Man, right. to, to have come, like, like, why do we have to debate about Father's Day? Uh, you know what, man? This is another one of those moments where it goes all on social media. How the black you got all these people talking yeah. about, well, my yeah. baby daddy, shut your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my baby daddy ain't this, and my baby daddy ain't that, yeah. and I'm the daddy and the mama, and yeah. this, that, and the third. Shut your hole. But Pew Research, um, uh, a research uh, um, um, website, has said that black men are more involved with their children than anybody than any other yeah. eth- ethnic group. Yeah. With, with when it comes to their children. Yeah. Well, how dare you say something positive and true about black fathers? How dare you? <laughs> well, hey, I represent. I, I'm a black father. I understand. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Pew Research says that, and they've been saying it for. And it's quantified, now, regardless of the stereotype. You know, uh, a lot black men have went through a lot. Black fathers. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you look at the the liberal movement, the women's rights movement that that went over into, well, let me just say this: the white women's movement, liberal movement that went over into the black women's movement that told them, "Hey, you didn't need a man." And that was what? in the early '90s. That was earlier that's, than that. That's, that's real, though. That's, that's real. We talking? No, no, no. Now. Go ahead, see. Y'all disagree with me? Call in. But now, one sixteen ninety is the number. It's not a that's, debatable thing. But it's it's, been, it's, it's, it was happening facts. long before that. But I remember specifically when you it right? hit me. Are, you're you're saying there was a movement of independency within the and, and with yeah. women trying to white women, liberal white women have always used women of other uh, shades to get their agendas done. When women first, white women first got the ability to vote in the early 1920s. They used black women to get there. And the Republicans actually gave them the right to vote. 
Okay, they were in control in that time, the white 20s, the suffrage movement. But right after that was over, they kind of like discarded the black women, you know, and it was about them. But that's how they ascertained the right to vote. They went and they used other women of color to galvanize their numbers. And I've always thought this. I know I'm saying something controversial. No, no, you're not. You're saying the truth. I'm saying something controversial. I feel like they used our sisters against us uh, many years ago. And I'm all for my black sisters being educated. I'm all for y'all being able to do the same things that men do. But I think what happened to psychology, they kind of twisted it to the point where your man ain't no good. Your man's not good enough for you. And women kind of just... Black women just kind of b- drank that it. Kool-Aid. Fed into it. All right, we got to take a break right now. We're at the 30. We're going to continue this conversation. I promise you, Art, we're coming to you, and we're getting to everybody else. Happy Father's Happy Day. Happy Father's we Day. We want to acknowledge all of the positive black men, all of the men. Yes. Man, play uh, Angie Stone when we come back. Yes. Dun, 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 boom. Dun, 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 boom. Brother. It's the Kendall Moore Show. Welcome back. 35 minutes after the hour, it's the Kendall Moore Show. Happy Father's Day happy Father. to all them brothers out there. Man, happy Father's Day. I cannot say that enough. Me, personally, I do not feel that black men get acknowledged enough for what they are and what they represent. I agree. We are an anomaly nowadays. Yeah. I used to a joke with uh, my uh, old producer, DeVita. We used to talk about this all the time. Right. That black men are going to be like uh, Eskimos and Indians who, who, who are put on, a reservation. Plant, on reservations out in Montana. You yeah. don't even hear from them anymore. Good black men, especially. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I remember a long time ago. Um, uh, Thank you for that, Delvin. That was hot. My son's mom brought my son up to my job. He was about, how old was he? About five or six. And and he saw me and he started running toward me. And I used to work for a, 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 a metropolitan hospital. It's a lot of people out on one. Well, you had a million jobs. No, I worked for a hospital. Okay. No, actually, I worked for the hospital for 13 years. Okay. Uh, but he, he ran toward me. He just yelled, Daddy. It was like a commercial. Aww, that's <laughs> he so sweet. jumped in my arms. I threw him up in the air about five feet. Maybe ten, I you know, she 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 cringed when I did it, but I called them. But I just remember all the people, non-black, looking at me like it's like they couldn't believe they it. were flat. That yeah. black men know how to take that care we don't of their kids, care for our kids. I remember that specifically, you know, because when I grabbed him, he hugged me, you know, and I'm just looking around, and they just could not believe it. They was just looking like, wow. Can I get you surprised? Can I get you a better one? Uh huh. It amazes me when I'm in a grocery store with my two twins. And with Connor, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm in a predominantly white area. Right. And someone walks up to me and says, you're doing a very good job. Uh. Like, who the f- who, who are you? What, what are you with? <laughs> right, right. And they needed some I'm coaching. Like, who, what? <laughs> right. I that, and yeah. I grip my teeth and be like... <laughs> Have a good they, day. They wanted to pat like, you on the back. Day. Like, what the what? The, like, like, black men don't take care of their kids. It's more yeah. of the norm than people even realize. Uh, so. you know, because it's everything on TV that's, that's negative. And you everything know, you that you hear on some radio, too. Right. And, you know, it's something wrong with black men. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with black but men. But I think, I think part of the problem is that the, the, the other gender, black women have, have been dogging us unfairly. Um... Uh, 
on Facebook and just in the media, period. And I think, you know, I understand you mad at your dad, your kid's daddy, but that's not every black man. You know what I'm saying? But you know I don't what? know that situation. It's it's not even that it's black women dogging black men. There are some black women who dog black men, but the way the media wants to portray black men, that conversation is conducive to that message. So, of right. course, they're going to, like, over-exaggerate right. the black women who don't like the black men. Of course they are. But, but, but see, we know the value of the black I, man. I think that behavior, though, leads to why we have so many, why, why they kill us. Because the thing is... Oh, you are not going to put that on black yeah, Don't You cannot. You cannot do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's part of it. Don't do that. That's part of it. Are you, go there. are you headed there? Well, I'm that's saying, exactly where he's well, going. I'm saying he's on the road. GPS. One minute to destination. I've had these arguments on social media with certain people who have say stuff like this. When you sit here and say that your black man ain't nothing and you tired of black men, white folks is looking at that too. If you constantly saying that, if you don't value me, they say, why the hell I got to but value But what makes ass? you think that we didn't get So they get mistreat that me. I'm not going to say they kill me. From to them. kill me is the final extreme, but they're not going to treat me well. <laughs> if you don't value me, nobody else is going to value me because we are the same. We are from the same culture. If you don't value me as, as your other gender, as your other half, nobody else is going to value you. Well, I'm going to squash that right now. No, because that it's goes the truth, on, Because that goes... It's the truth. And that, is, is, okay, that has been said, a part of on, the problem, too, when it comes to white folks killing us. Hold on. Other people disrespecting us who are non-black. But Will... And I tell people all the time, don't do that. Can don't you, do that. Hold on one second, though. Go ahead. Because we can't make this a black woman versus black man. I don't we're want to, but be, I'm saying that's part of We're supposed to be honoring the black fathers. And I it's am not, honoring them. We, we both, both groups have to deal with the way that society portrays us. So yes, you don't put it I'm on, don't put it on the black you. woman that the but society... But men shouldn't do it to women. Either black way, it shouldn't. But I'm just going to go on record and saying it's not fair for you to say that the reason why white America does this... I said that's one of the reasons. That's a percentage But you have to go back to the... Why do black women feel that way about black men in the first place? What has been set up to make them formulate that opinion? Everybody, Everybody black don't not... We, we get along, okay? What well, I'm saying, you have that one person on social media who mad at black women and puts out something crazy, or that one woman on social media who mad at black her black man or that black man and puts out something crazy. What I'm saying is people look at this stuff, too. You know what I'm saying? But people and put out positive, is, but positive I'm things that's not as well. Good. I'm saying it's not good on either of our ends. It, I would never put up something and say, man, I'm so tired of black women. I would never do that. You know, and I see women do that, and I say, really, don't do that, because I think that uh, that contributes to other people not giving a damn about us. It's just confirmation bias you, because people you know who saying? know, you they know. If you as a black woman don't value me as a black man, why the hell should a Latino or a white person I value you, value Will. Me? But I'm just saying, when you put it out there in the media, <laughs> you. and when you say it Give on the hug, radio. I know, he feel like he need one. No, I, 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 I'm Come just on. being, I'm, I'm really no, honest no, 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 being no, honest with you. I get it, I get it. When you I, put I'm it being, in the media, when you are on the radio saying that type of stuff, or you on Facebook saying that type of stuff, or you on television oh i'm mad at my you know you gotta understand white folks say oh she don't like them all right well i'm gonna get rid of you know i'm gonna treat the ass and that's what happens so let me interject and let me take it to a different let me let me let me interject and and give you you disagree with me some other factual things that are happening if you are paying attention to television right now and any of the commercials that are going on right now every black woman that you see on tv she is connected with a white guy in those commercials if you have not paid attention yeah that is exactly 
what is happening. That's what's happening. They are, when I say they, you know. It's subliminal. It is a very subliminal message. Any, I promise you, look at. All of the successful black shows. Look mm-hmm. at Murder, Murder She Wrote. Right. Look at uh, old girl who was with the the, the, the white president, the black girl. You yeah, know, yeah. Look a at scandal. The, scandal. So, so I here, mean, it, 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 to, look, but look at your simple commercials. Yes. You can go to Geico. Yes. Geico got the black the black girl with the white boy. Right. You you can go to Kellogg commercial, yeah. and it's a breakfast commercial. That's right. There's a black woman with a white guy. Right. There is something subliminal about yeah. that, and it's been happening for the forever. Yeah. When they used to hang us up upside down right. and, and castrate us mm-hmm. in front of our black women, mm-hmm. which is why we have issues when it comes to different parts of our, uh, uh, you know, sexuality mm-hmm. right. in our community. That plays a huge part to it. Yeah, I agree with you on that, Westside. I, I, I truly, I do. Mm-hmm. Here's the other part, and the flip side for me. Mm-hmm. Knowing all of that, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we still have to stand up and be the black men that we are and support our queens. I agree. What people don't realize is that there are not enough of us. When you have one in three, prison, probation, parole, and now add a fourth category, they did. They shot or they're maimed, right? Couple on top of that, now it's cool to have multiple partners. Right. Without even saying it, you can have multiple partners. Whoever want to get out, they can get down. But each thing that I have mentioned, it continuously takes away from the black man. Right. No one else is experiencing this. Right. Which is why I am so adamant about acknowledging black fathers. Yes. And so that is all of what's going on right now in the future. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to acknowledge it. People yeah. get upset. You got to be uh, culturally correct when you have these conversations. Right. You got people who damn near uh, going to their grave. Don't trust them, girl. They don't trust their damn black men. Right. He can't do nothing for them. They, black women have the most education out of any race or species on this planet. Mm -hmm. So they showing out and they can do what they want to do. But they don't have, what they don't have are options of black men. Mm. If if you're not connected to them from a a financial level, then they looking down on you. Mm. If if you can't articulate what you say, then they're going to hold that over your head. They're going to tell you that they love you. But then what they also going to do is tell you, they're going to kindly remind you they made you. But let me me say this, though. I think it's kind of deeper than that. I think a lot of women, regardless, they cynical of any uh, black man that they see. Even if he's dressed nice, they might say, oh, he might be a player. If he dressed nice, he driving a nice car. Before you even get to know him, you can kind of tell they stand offish, and it makes you not want to approach. If you think the lady looks nice, and you want to approach her and say something to her, it makes you not want to approach her. Oh, come read. on, Will. No, no, no. I'm approaching. I'm saying it makes you not want to approach. I'm not saying oh, I want to approach. approach. Okay. Okay. I'm not I'm saying approach. that I wouldn't approach, but I'm saying well, you look at, if you look at body language, and I'm mm. come on now, we look at body language on women, you know, sometimes you be cautious about that, but I think a lot of women are cynical when it comes to black men. I know you put what about it, black dads that though, Will? Be, right. What about black dads though, exactly. right? So we're getting back right, we right, want right. to honor black dads. Right. Black dads have always been at the end of the shaft on all of this. And again, I'm going Nobody back. Nobody ever talks about I'm black fatherhood. I'm always right. going to probation, parole, 
prison, they're maimed or something else is going on. They are illiterate, etc. Right. But if they love you, right. if they have loved you, mm-hmm. you got a problem. Some some kids are embarrassed of their dads. Mm. Yeah. Some 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 kids are, but you wouldn't be here without your dad, even with any inkling of their being and they show you that they love you and they got an issue or they got a problem Mm -hmm. acknowledge that Mm -hmm. don't wait till they die and say damn now i got the lesson from my dad right right i agree black men black dads do not get what they deserve they don't get their flowers on this earth all of them black men who came over here on them slave ships, right. all of them black men who was protecting them black women right. on them plantations until they just couldn't take it no more. Right. And it was they was killing them off and so they keep kept making babies. Yep. We they don't get that. They don't get that. Which is why women jump up and down when they see a strong black when they see an alpha male. Right. Right. I they know. like, damn, that's new to me. <laughs> and then they don't know how to handle it. Because you got a man who's gonna be like, No, the you're not gonna do that. No, and that's not going to happen. Some fight against him, though. They fight against him. That's what he said. They, you know, they, you know, you know, like, uh, I thought you like, meant, like, I thought you meant celebrate. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to deal with that. They're excited thought, to see him, but then when they get him, they don't know what to do. They, 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 they don't know how to handle him. Oh, yeah, right. I agree with you 100%. No, we celebrate black men for this yeah. Father's Day. Yeah. We don't celebrate the men who are out here and everybody who's out here and they know him. Oh, you're such a good guy. You're such a good guy. No, I'm celebrating those dudes who go to work every day. Yeah. Yes. And they doing those two or three jobs yep. at night, and all they all they can possibly do yep. is buy some pampers because yeah. they don't have enough money and they they homeless. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or they got an alcohol problem. You That's see right. what I'm saying? That's right. Those are the men who love their they love their children. That's right. They're not looking for stripes yeah. to yep. tell them that they look good. You know, <laughs> congratulations, baby. Yeah. yeah. Miss me with that. There are black men who are black men who should be celebrated and happy Father's Day to them. Absolutely. I don't care if you got a PhD. I don't care if you got a damn law degree. I don't care if you got an MPH behind your name and everybody know who you are and you published and all of this and you're doing a great job and you got this damn, uh, right, uh, uh, right. You, you know, you got this mentorship program. Right, right. So fucking what? Yep, I agree. What a, what a, celebrate the black men who are on the streets. Some of them dope boys out there who 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 sacrificing their life yep. to take care of their kids because they've been ostracized from society. Yeah. But we think they just thugs. I know a guy that hustles, and that's what it's called on the street. He hustles to pay his uh his child's private school. You know what I'm saying? And he and he has told me about it. I'm like, wow, you know, and, and, that, and that he does it, you know, because there's no opportunity out here for him to do it. But he's trying to make sure that everything's better for his child, you know, uh, that wasn't as good for him. So, yeah, shout out to him. Let's go to the callers. Candace, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for taking my call. So I want to salute all the brothers out there who handle their business and say happy Father's Day. I come from a black man, was raised by a black man who was married to my mother. So I know what it is to see a man get up and go to work, sacrifice for his family, and have a relationship with his kids. Not just go to work and, you know, be the breadwinner, but actually have a... My father was ahead of his time because my mother always gave him his due. She would tell us, look, he, he cleaned as many dirty diapers as I did. And I remember him, my mother telling me before I was born that he changed his shift and started doing the second shift because she worked day so they didn't have to have a sitter. Hmm. 
That way they could also save money. Yeah, now, absolutely. he had to go to work, but he would take me to school, pick me up, have my lunch, and then my mother wasn't driving for a while, and then take her to work before he went to work. Mm-hmm. So I understand and know what a good black man I, and I guess I've been fortunate that I've seen uncles and other people around me who fought for their kids. I got a brother that took his ex-wife to court and fought to get his kids and got custody, and she didn't give him any child support. Mm. But, you know, if he wasn't paying her, we know how that would have gone. All, but, all day. <laughs> right. So I, I do acknowledge, and I'll step up and be the first one to salute them, but I must say this. What you said is correct about those subliminal messages, and you're seeing that, and I don't like it. But at the same time, let's acknowledge that they do the same thing to sisters. We see lots of commercials yep. where you I, see white seen black one. men with yeah, white women. So it's no different. I mean, I look at, I watch sports, basketball, football, and these little commercials, these promos, they got the white guys with the white girls. Mm. You know, so it, <laughs> you, it, it's the same thing on both sides. You got brothers out there that I don't care what the sister had going for. He don't want her. He go take a trashy looking uneducated non-black over sister that had it together because that's just what he want. He want every. So, and that's not all black men, but let's not act like they aren't out there and that there aren't black men dogging out and mistreating. Miss Kansas. I, I just caution, let's not be dismissive of our concerns because at the end of the day, black women are at the very bottom because not only do we have to deal with racism like our brothers, but we also have to deal with misogyny and sexism. Mm, yeah. You are and absolutely, so yeah. let, let, let's just not just dismiss and act like everything is perfect in our community and there aren't some issues that are there between us two that need to be worked out. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Let's, let's, there's enough blame to go around on both sides. I don't think black women are any more to blame than black men. I don't think black men are any more to blame than black women. I think we all have to do some soul searching and, 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 and work on ourselves so that we can be better for our black men and our black men can be better for us. And that's how I want to leave it. Hey, Candace, thank you very much. And I certainly appreciate your comment. And I I absolutely agree with you. Mm. This weekend is Father's Day. Yes. So when we talk about mothers on Mother's Day and mothers have the same issues, we'll talk about mothers going through similar things that black men do. But to that point. This is what we always do. There's always a contrast. But, you know, it's, it's like the person, when you do something wrong, there's a person who says, yeah, but you did this too. So oh, we ain't gonna, we're, we're, we're not going to dismiss that too. Mm-hmm. I'm not dismissing anyone. But if we're talking about this, this is what we're talking about. I appreciated the comment. But again, we, we get lost in... And but don't forget about but there's more about that than it is about black men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that that's what I'm saying. Let me go to brother Art. Yes, sir. I, I'm glad that you said that. See, this is what's so disappointing. When Mother's Day come, I can say Happy Mother's Day and trash and my wife or all types of women walk around here and do all type stuff but somewhere call in and say well you don't understand black woman struggling on her own she's doing all this and blah 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 I mean can we have our day without trying to make the contrast just simply say black men they are taking care of their children and their family and compliment them on that and raise the black man the black family and black love up 
or do we always got to do a contrast? We know the struggles of all of us. But today or this weekend, going to the weekend, it's supposed to be about black men and the success of black men. And even a brother, I respect the brother from the West Side. But that analogy to share, there's a brother out here doing wrong by selling drugs to help his family and tearing down another family. That's not a good that's not good. That's not good. I agree. That's not good. So don't don't use that because that's not good. One person should tell out another person for somebody else to be successful. I told brothers that you you selling this to help your family, but you tearing down other women and children, fathers. They they not at home because they doing that. So let's let's kind of keep it like the brother, the host of the show is saying. It's about black fathers, black men taking care of their children, their wives girlfriends or whatever and it's a hard job and we don't have to be equal to be right i don't know why we got to say the black man he changed the diaper and he went to work i mean i don't have to change the diaper to be a good black man and do everything i need to do so <laughs> say that art right, right here here thank you being different there's nothing wrong with the say contrast that. between men and women why we got there's no such thing we equal it's no i don't want to be equal to a woman i don't want to have no babies and breastfeed so if that's going to make me equal, equal, you can keep that. I prefer to be a man and do my part. She should prefer to be a woman and do her part. And as the brother said, that doesn't mean she can't be educated, smart, go to school. I don't know where we can get all that foolishness from. That has nothing to do with being equal or unequal. But I'll leave you that. It's about the black man, the black family, and black love. And it's a hard job to be a man, but you should love it and embrace it and enjoy it. I'll leave you with that. May God bless. Mm-hmm. Dave, how you doing? Welcome to the Kendall Moore Show. Thank you for call, taking my call. That guy, he cracked me up about the breastfeeding part. Um, <laughs> Caught you in the middle, middle of a laugh. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to say two things real quick. That one, I remember as a kid, you know, we had a, a height. And, I, you know, my dad, Charlie, you know, he showed me how to tie the tail and, and, I, and run with it, run with it. And so he ran with it. You know, because I couldn't get it up. And that thing must have flown about a mile high, you know. So I say, Kendall, uh, you got a lot to look forward to uh, as they come up, you know, riding them on your shoulders and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is, uh, fast forward to my dad went into the hospital. Now, he loves me. I'm his son. But he likes my wife. You know, so I could go in there and whatever, you know, I can go home. He could sit down, have a pop, you know, and everything else. And, you know, he's just uh, took to it. And uh, so anyway, he was saying, get my DD-15 and uh, call the uh, pension board and stuff like that. And I'm going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Make sure I got all the orders straight and do what he instructs me to do. That's how my dad is and so my wife she's very perceptive she said right. brother day brother day can i hold over yeah 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 i gotta let you go because uh, we we we, we kind of you know we kind of steered to the other side listen i want to say this but i appreciate you day i want to say this before we get ready to wrap this segment up because we're going to go into some of this you know we're gonna it, it should not have been heavy this is my thing it should it should not have been heavy but that in itself proves a point about where black men stand in our community. Mm-hmm. If I came on here all soft and, you know, la-la and gag gigging and gag-gagging, no, but I came on here and said, shout out to the strong black men who are out here. They don't want to hear that. Right. People don't want to hear that. 
Right. They don't. They they want that that tempered guy. The, the first thing that comes up is uh, toxic toxic masculinity. masculinity. Yeah. Like you don't know how to be around a man who's an alpha male who can open his mouth and talk for himself and be like, I disagree with you, but right. you uh, but you mad at me because I can open my mouth and tell you I disagree with you and right. I would do it right. this way. Right. Do I have time to make a comment? You do. Let me say this and then you can absolutely say it. Black men have to stop apologizing for being who they are. Yeah. And I don't care who you are, how you. Are. Amen. Take it away, CC. I just want to shout out to my brother real quick. He's on my live and he said, check your phone. And the text message that he said, he says, see, he's like, uh, we have a saying in our family, fix your face. You look like you're going through it. And I I, I don't speak on this topic because um, I hear that at the core with what you guys are saying, like everyone's just like, let us have our day be silent. Right. Another thing that you said that was profound, that black men need time. The reason why, you know, I had a kid when I was 16. My dad is the town alcoholic. He's not a black man. He's a white man. I lived in a um, family where my brothers and sisters had a black dad that was very um, involved in their life. My dad was embarrassing. Um, He's trying to do the best he can. But, you know, and I hear people when they say let dads have their and I hear people too say, like, you know, be silent. My son also has a black father who's been out of the inner city of Detroit. And the statistic that I ran was that 90 percent of um, black men from single moms. I mean, the percentage of uh, a a kid from a single mom to go to jail was 90 percent. And and sometimes it's I hear y'all when y'all say, like, don't be bitter, don't take our day. But some people are just releasing their frustration because I have had to work 10 times harder because it, it didn't matter that I was mad. It just mattered that my son's father wasn't ready. And I had to deal with that reality at a very young age. It's um, fueled my purpose. It's 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 been the measure of my life for so long, and you know I had to watch my brothers and sisters have an influential dad. My grandfather raised my son, um, and he was in his life in a way. So I've 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 watched from the sidelines amazing black fathers and amazing fathers, but. I personally experienced, you know, embarrassment. And my father, my father told me that the best thing he could have ever done for me was to not be in my life. Um, my son's father is doing the best he can. And I will not get on social media and degrade him because of exactly what Will's saying. I don't want that reflection on me. It doesn't mean, though, that my that my feelings aren't valid. And what I've had to do to make sure that my son is okay because I had to come to the very true reality that his father was not in a position to help because we had my son too young. Mm. I've had to move the world. I've had to be both. And I'm not trying to take that away from fathers. But don't take it away from the women that... You know, they might not be expressing it in the best way, but their feelings are real. And it's really, really hard to raise a black man by yourself. And so shout out to the dads. But we are living in a culture where they kill and kidnap our men. And then to blame black women for not putting value in something that we've been conditioned to not love because the love of black people has been met with violence. You know, taking our men and the bitterness that comes with having to do both jobs. It's not fair to just tell people to be quiet, that bitterness and that anger and that exhaustion is real so I get it I don't voice bad opinions on Father's Day I just really don't say anything that's why I haven't been very vocal during this segment because I don't want to reveal too much about myself with my feelings but I've had to I've had to be my own dad I I don't you know I have a lot of mentors in the criminal defense world that you know that 
are you know give me advice and I was just talking to one of my mentors today and I was like you guys are like my dads you know like you're like Sierra we get it we you know we know you're trying to change the system and we see how good you are but we don't want to you know um we don't want you to hurt yourself and so I haven't had that that father figure throughout my life I've had to take bits and pieces from um my experiences and you know the point that you made about like oh I can tell whether a woman was raised by her father within the first 10 minutes like I'm 30 years old I'm not single because I necessarily choose to be not only am I alpha woman and I have 270 men on my back and I have to go in front of in a men dominated field and hold my own I wasn't raised by a father who told me that I was worth it I had to look in my in the mirror every day I had to be that person so just it's not just about them trying to bring you down you know, that sometimes you can't control and you can't expect everybody to control their reaction and, and their feelings. And Father's Day is triggering mm-hmm. to black women, especially single moms. So shout out to the black men who do everything they can. But at the end of the day, this society is to set up, set up our community for the black women to bear the burden. So as a black man and as a black father, if you're doing right, don't use that to put down the single mom who had a really real experience. And it hurts. It's not fun to raise someone and be the person that has to be everything. You cannot change. When I decided that I was going to go to school, you know what I realized? There wasn't. There was not enough degrees, money, success, or power that could turn me into a father. It didn't matter how good I did. I had to deal with the real reality that my son had a father who did need time. And as a young person, like, it was hard to sit back and watch that and not be vocal. I wasn't because I didn't want that reflection on me. But I understand where some women are coming from, and it might taint it a little bit, but they're not wrong. I feel that. And, I, you know, I respect your, your position on that. Beretta, were you about to say something? Uh, yeah, but, but we have to. Yeah, no, no, I, I know we have to break, but I wanted to, I wanted to respond before we, before we took the break. Okay. So even with that, and this mad respected, again, we end up back. And this is just one day that we are talking about. All of those other feelings that everybody is feeling when it comes to their dads and their baby daddies and all of that, you got 363 days of the year to have those feelings. I myself, I'm not personally saying that you, people need to be quiet and, and not. Did you? No, it's you, let that, them have their day. You're not saying anything no, I'm wrong. Not, I'm like, not let saying, the good dads have their day. Yeah, because I'm not saying It's not that. malice, but I'm just saying don't hold the people right. who are responding in a way and out of emotion don't hold them to the cross and say that you know they don't value men because shout but out to the stepdads and the people that stick up I, you know my grandfather raised my son I've had strong you know stepdads in my life before so it's definitely just like, you shout know, out to the stepdads you know, as well they, I hear what you're saying and, and at the end of the day uh, it, you know at the end of the day one size will not fit all so I get that go ahead uh, Beretta yeah I, I completely respect what you're saying and I understand where you're coming from. My dad was in my life when I was young. My parents were divorced over 20 years ago. So for the last 20 years, I hadn't had my father in my life. Um, I had my children young. My first daughter I had when I was 16, my second when I was 21. And they, their fathers weren't in their lives either. So I didn't have my dad for most of my life. My kids don't have a dad for most of their lives. I still just really believe that 
if you do not have fathers to celebrate, then this day isn't for you. Right. I just really believe I do not like that women use this day to be triggered. I just don't like no, that. No, wait, wait, wait. You like, cannot no, no, control what? a trigger. You, you don't you use a trigger. That's mental health. You, you can't, can't control you can't a help trigger what triggers, triggers you. You can't control a trigger. But you can help how you react to exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. So, so 24 hours is all that they have to be celebrated. And you're going to use this to be the loudest and the most vocal about the men that you can't stand in your life because they weren't a good dad. Not you specifically. No, Sarah. no, I, I know you're not. You. Come on, man. I know you're not. It's, it's not any different than any other holiday that you don't celebrate yourself. If you're not of the Muslim faith, you won't celebrate those holidays. You're not of the Jewish faith. If you're from another culture, another country, you won't even celebrate American holidays. If it doesn't apply to you, then just be quiet and go about it like it's another day. Let them have their day. But you're also dealing with single moms who have the father of their children where that's the day that they show up. And so they're showing pictures and dinners and their kids are with them. And then those moms are just supposed to be quiet and be like, let them have their day. But it's where not, are you at the rest of okay, the day? So then say that I'm every just, other day. That's I mean, what I'm but saying. That's you exhausting. Got, and that it, takes it away is, from your I parenthood. And at the end of the day, moms don't have enough time to call them out every single day. They're too busy taking care of their kids. I get it because, I, like I said, I'm a single mom, too. My kids didn't have their dads in their life for a long time. Um, and it, know, it's actually really bizarre. That's all I'm saying. I'm not the measure. Just it's, because I can I'm be not, quiet doesn't mean that I'm going to hold these women to the cross. Right. And we heard you. We, with right. Their understood. Emotions we in heard a different your perspective. Way. But what I'm saying is their feelings are valid. They don't need to be so loud about it today and take away from the fathers that are actually doing a I good job. I agree with that. This day is to celebrate the fathers who are doing a good job, not to magnify the fathers who aren't doing a good job. Because those fathers who weren't doing a good job weren't doing a good job every other day this year. So why do we have to use this Because we one? can't just blame black women because the media also it's manipulates black, black women's women. feelings to showcase It's not just this black women. And they feed the fire and all that stuff. So, But the media know, isn't out here women. saying uh, single mom's day. The media is not doing that. Black women are doing that. So what I'm saying is, if it does not apply to you, then be quiet. Do you, I know for a fact you have to have some man in your life who is a father who's doing a good job. Tell that man Happy Father's Day. It don't have to be the father of your kid. It don't have to be your father. I don't tell my dad Happy Father's Day. I don't. But I don't have any less love for my father, and I'm not going to bash him for the things that he did or did not do in my life. I'm going to celebrate the men in my life who I know are doing a good job as fathers. My dad day, comes over to my house. Fix hate and uh, negativity doesn't fix negativity. My and I dad hear what you're saying. comes over to my house and he cuts my grass, and and for him, that's the best he can do. Kendall, he doesn't have anything to contribute to me on the emotional level that I would need. I still have days where I cry and I'm upset because my dad's not around. I still think about getting married and not wanting my dad to walk me down the aisle. But you have to meet them where they are and appreciate them for what they can do. He comes and he cuts my grass and I don't even see him. I just know my grass is cut. He doesn't call and check on me and talk to me, but that's his contribution. That's the way that he knows how to display love. And I accept him right where he's at, even though it's not in line with what I would want from my dad. I don't tell him Happy Father's Day, but there's a whole lot of men in my life who are getting celebrated because they actually do a great job. And that's what I'm saying is we have to give them time and space to be celebrated when all they get is backlash and defeat and criticism all year anyway. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that 
at the core, our opinion is the same. If you heard what I said, I've never bashed my son's father or challenged his fatherhood on a social media level, even when he was doing the worst. You know, I'm not going to go too much into it, but, you know, there's you can be smart and pretty and educated and that man still doesn't choose you. You have to, as a woman, yes, what you're saying is learn how to compartmentalize that. That's really what we're talking about, right? No. Because I would never... I would never disrespect his father on a day or take that day away from him. And I have given him 13 years of room and grace, but my grandfather raised my son. And so that's the person that I would say happy father's day to, you know, my brother and my brother and sister's dad was an amazing dad and, and, and actually named us weird story, even though they're younger than us, weird story. Um, he actually named me and my twin sister. And despite the fact that we, obviously weren't his because we came out too light he never turned his back on us but it still wasn't that hands-on so i'm i'm i hear everything that and at the end of the day i at the core i agree with it i'm just saying that we can't be the judge and jury of how this day affects women who are dealing with a really serious issue that's it all right, we got to take a break, folks. Certainly appreciate the comment from the women of the Kendall Moore Show. No pun intended. <laughs> when you hear that music, you know it is time for the Lit Roundtable. Each and every Friday here at 1690 AM WVON, we go through a litany of viral stories that have taken place throughout the week. And that is the Lit Roundtable. We spend approximately two to five minutes on the uh, specific topic and sometimes we just we stay there and we elaborate for like the entire hour but welcome to the lit round table we're streaming live at wvon.com big shout to all my colleagues and all of the folks who are listening to us across the country and across the world big shout to the folks out there in new york we see you guys uh live on our facebook page big shout to my people out in uh hot atlanta and you know what? Big shout to my girl uh, in uh, big shout to my girl out in New Orleans. I'll be in New Orleans next month. Make sure we uh, we, we we gonna do we gonna do it, but we we gonna do it big out there uh, in New Orleans. All right, lit round table. Let's get it started. All right, you want to if you want to chime in on the topic five nine one sixteen ninety. That is the number. All right. The uh, Father's Day, I'm still shouting out the fathers. Okay. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's huge. It's huge. It, it, black fathers, it's a big thing when it comes to black fathers. Mm. We don't know how to handle black fathers. There's so much damage when it comes to black men yeah. that we don't know how to handle it. Even black men don't know how to handle other black men. Ooh, I man. know I'm a black man. I know I'm a black. I know I'm a black alpha male. Right. I smell it when I walk through the room. I be like, "That's <laughs> that that mark that mark." No, no, we there. There, we be like, <laughs> I like look at this. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That part. At the end of the day, um, black 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 men, we, where, we salute you. Where do these uh black father alpha males be hanging out? Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you. Well, let me tell you what we're let me tell you where we're hanging out tonight. Okay. We will be out at B and R Grill out okay. in uh, Country Club Hills. Uh, Google it if you want to. 
the members of the men of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, we are celebrating Juneteenth, uh, the Epsilon Beta chapter of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. We are out at BNR Grill this evening. A lot of them, a lot of cues are alpha males. Okay, because uh, you know, and you can you can find them out at BNR Grill. Uh, here, this cue. <laughs> you said you'll be a good cue. No, I said I love me a good cue, but like the Kappas, I really like. That. Hey, hey, oh, oh, oh that's blasphemy. I really show. like that that's shimmy blast. thing that's they that's do that's with that's their shoulders. Wait, 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 dump it, dump dump it. Did you what she no. said? What she said? She said she I really like the thing they shimmy thing they do with their shoulders. That's all they got is a shimmy. They be so smooth with it, like you can't build a light off a shimmy. What are you talking? What is that velvet? Like I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm all I'm all over the place right now. But my sister went to Grambling State University. My twin sister, shout Grambling out to State Grambling University. State. Yes. and I went Big down shout there. Big to the Gamma Gamma Bros. Right, from, uh, like, Grambling. Listen, my sister went all the way to the south, man, and I would visit her every once in a while. And I went to a Q party, and I'm just gonna say, like, I was not disappointed. So <laughs> I feel you on the cues, but I just like the shimmy thing, the cat. Oh, uh, okay. Well, there you go. Stick with them. Come on, hang out. Be in our grill this yes. evening. We're out in Cicero. All right. So, Beretta, what what, what were you about to say? I was just going to Thank you, Dev. I certainly appreciate that. And by the way, for Mm -hmm. folks who are listening to the show for the first time or you may not have known this, my brother Delvin, my technical uh, executive producer, is a, uh, he's a Phi Beta Sigma. Sigmas, they in the building as well. Now, let me get to this guy who's sitting directly in front of me. Uh-oh. How you going to ask me what I was going to say and then change the subject? Right. Because I, you know I caught that too, Meta. I caught that too, Meta. I, 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 I went to the mail. You see how like, they do us? We're going to get them this one day. We're going to give them this one day. I went to the mail and I was like, damn, I probably should go to the other mail. But Beretta, my apologies. It's okay. It's okay. the mission. Abort the mission. Beretta, what's up? What's Look, going on? As an alpha submissive female. Come on, buddy. Let's I talk about I it. I can appreciate when the lead is taken and the direction is changed. We just like to know when you're changing direction. Right. Like, uh, you know, don't, don't drag us by a hair like a Neanderthal and try to make us figure out what's going just on. Just move with it. We do that all the time. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, a female lion only submit to a male lion. You know, they ain't out here submitting to, you know, Elephants and stuff. To Kappas, did you say that? No, I just said <laughs> oh, I like oh, okay. the shimmy I, 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 I said I like the shimmy thing. And I was trying to get to Will because I was talk, about to talk, talk about the Alphas, right? What? what you you Alpha Will? I'm going to look. He I'm going to make sure uh, the children. Will, you uh, I'm going to make sure that the children get some justice. Hold on, Will. You Alpha fan. That makes so much sense. I'm going to sure oh the children are all right. Why they did I know that? Um, uh, alphas no, no, are the politicians, the aldermen, the, the preachers of all oh my and all oh an alpha. Y'all are just all y'all. You can't tell an alpha nothing. I get it now. He's not though. He's an honorary. You're an honorary. Oh, you went through papers. You went through papers. You went through papers. Hey, 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 hey. You know what? You know what? A real man ain't got to say nothing. We just sit back and observe, and when it's time, we go to action. Which is why you have on Fuchsia tonight. I have on Fuchsia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is my... That's petty as hell, this though. This is how I that, let that, that, was, that was really petty, because it was real good. That's all right. Yeah. If Jay-Z was here, he would say, this is Mars. But you know, you know, I think I see some homeless children outside that need some justice. I think, Give me a minute, everybody. You know, I'll be right. Where do you get this? Will. Will, that's a really nice Where do you even get this stuff? What? 
homeless women? Where you get this? Because that's what we do. Oh, my goodness. I, I think I'm going to get my Martin Luther stuff. King. Oh, my God. Here we go. See, the politicians Every are like, are like, oh politicians are like preachers with better delivery. Y'all just be saying stuff. Martin Luther King had a dream. And make it sound good. Right. That's okay. it. It should be a whole bunch of stuff. All right. Let's go. Where we at? We got to talk about this. What's that? Talking about Father's Day. Nick Cannon. Oh, my God. How many children does he have? He has seven now. Like, I think he has one on the way, right? So that'll be seven. Do you know that he had four last year? Yeah. He had four kids? He last? had four kids had last year. All at the same time? Twins. Twins. Six. No. Two sets of twins, no. right? No, four kids by three women. So he had another oh, set of minute. twins. Four kids by, by three, three women. women. So a set of twins mm-hmm. and then two more babies. In a year. How many did he have with Mariah? He had twins with her. And now he got another one on the way, allegedly. Me and Mariah. He has two sets of twins, right, with two different women. He has a set with Mariah. But isn't that the thing now, And then two more, and then one possibly. So he has three. Okay. So, but isn't that the thing now? What's the thing? Having four kids in a year? Like, no, I just think he has a lot of money and probably is really good in the bedroom. You're super popular. You know, you're you you know you got a lot of money. You have value, man. You have value, Is that not the thing? You have value, man. Uh, it's what's happening. Like Quavo, Cardi B. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye. He don't have multiple. He's he just dating he's someone. Right. Yeah, but he's he a supermodel. Here's the thing. But he had kids by his wife. But here's the thing. Here's the real thing. Y'all not worried about STI. Like, y'all out here popping up. You can only have a baby well, I think by having girls agree. So you just not See, you're I not thought about that. I thought about that. But the girls know. The girls know with Nick Cannon. He knows. They know. Well, that's in one situation. time, he has lupus. Lupus. And I think at one time he thought he was going to die. So he's trying to preserve his legacy. And I is what think you're that's saying. what was probably Of course, going that's on. what you say. Well, I do. So, oh my God. Well, well, to the, me, that is kind of crazy. What's the that point? Is crazy. What, what do we bring this up for? Because it's Father's Day. It's Father's How, Day. Y'all out here making all these well, He's babies. the ultimate father. But he's a 70. How do you the ultimate 70, father? What do you do? more than $70 million. Well, wait, I want a question. So when, when all of his eight kids and multiple babies' moms want to, um, <laughs> you know, cook him breakfast, you know, a bed or whatever, clap his hands. Um, um, wh- how does what does that look like? He either you. Oh my gosh! Go uh, scrambled eggs, cheese. Uh, Beretta, what you <laughs> do? You think you can be a good father to multiple children from multiple different mothers? If he has enough money, I mean, they do it over the middle. But what about time? They do. They do it over the middle. Well, those wives are like together. They're under the same household. They get the it. The Mormons do it all the time. But you do can, we know whether Nick Cannon and his moms are under the same? If you get somebody to agree, like you know what? Yeah, sister wife. I'm not listening. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's not sister wife because if I have an additional wife, she's not going to be my. Man, Nicole would be like, Um, let me tell you, I I, I broached this question with my wife, Nicole. I said, Nicole, we had the twins. How about getting a sister wife? Do you know what she said? She'll kill you. Nuh-uh. She said, don't worry about it. She typed. She said, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about this in the first place, Kendall. Um, I've been thinking about... A brother, uh, a, a, a brother, Boom. a brother husband. Ah. Good job, Nicole. And guess, yes. and guess who she pulled up? Who? Morris Chestnut. Oh man. Oh, but would you would you <laughs> let her? <laughs> oh, wait, I, wait, I know. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you? Did you? Did you hold on, I know you're married. Though. I know you're married. Hold on, I know you're married. But like, if if she had the opportunity. To be with her celebrity crush, Mr. Alpha Man. Would you let her? Just one day? Would you think about her differently? Some of the free pass. Would pass. you give her a free pass? Because if you had your opportunity with, who's your dream woman? My dream woman. Don't do it, brother. Not dream Don't woman, do it, celebrity. Dream How about this? Celebrity. No, I can answer that. Okay, who? 
Nicole. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yes, look at you. Yes, yes But what if what happens if Chestnut was like, you know what? Can I borrow your wife for a date? And he cool proposed no? on that. If Be- Morris Chestnut asked me if he could sleep with my wife, just once, just once. Okay. The, uh, I honestly, he it up. no, 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 no. I did. I, I, okay, you so, brought it up. You opened the door. Answer. That's what they call it in court. No, no, you open the door. I mean, so you let me be, let me, so let me be perfectly proposals. All right, can y'all let me answer? Yes. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I wouldn't even have to answer the question. My wife would. I That's what I'm saying. And boom. I said, Nicole, next question. It's Hubba JJ. I think she would just appreciate the, the opportunity and the choice, but then she would I wouldn't even have to answer it. My wife would answer that question. Okay. All right. That's very Now, so since we're talking, mm-hmm. okay. hmm. let's go to the phone lines. Cliff, what's going on? <laughs> Brother Kendall, what's up, Fred? Hey. hey glad to see you back, bro. Listen, <laughs> all I want to say, man, happy Father's Day to you and all the brothers, particularly the black men. Yes, sir. Fathers to their family, bro. And I want to say this because on two things. Number one, when we're dealing with crime, you know, which is at a high level in the black community, first thing coming from the white community is that the black men and these young people need their fathers in their lives. Okay. That's why... I am so pro and and in favor of black men with black women raising black families. This interracial relationship, the black man and Becky, I'm not with it. I want the black man to be the head of the household with a strong black sister to empower the black family so we can empower our black community. Now, anybody got a problem with that? No. Not on this platform. But we have, we're not on this platform, but there's a lot of men who get a lot of money and then they, you know, go for a more, um, you know, uh, what do they call them? They do the Michael Jordan. There you go. Or the, or the Kevin, or the Kevin Hart. Or the Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah. Kevin's wife is not white. I know, you but know she's, but and there's and also an issue with, with, with darker skinned women and light skinned oh, women. Yeah. That's she's, a real issue. Oh, yeah. Colorism, colorism is, 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 is yeah. a huge You know, they consider, well, listen, sometimes, well, I, and I'm not, I'm considered a Becky sometimes even though my mom raised me and she's black and she's an OG like there are colorism issues where stop talking about my wife are your wife is gorgeous, first of all. No, Second you said of all, your mama, I was talking about my wife. My yeah. mom's name is Nicole, too, actually, if you didn't know. <laughs> anyway, joke. right, right. But I'm just saying. <laughs> you didn't even get it, though. No, no, I do. Okay. That's what we're talking about. Like, sometimes, you know, people feel like black women not only, I mean, black men not only trade in their black wives when they get successful for white women or foreign women, but also for light-skinned women. You know what, Cliff, while you're here, and since uh, uh, attorney uh, Nora said this, let me ask this question. Duh, do white women give better Father Day gifts? <laughs> Five, nine, <laughs> one, six, eight, do white women give better Father's Day gifts? What kind of if no one had if a she's married to a black, black man, ice was a t- was a person. It would be you. you good, you know that. Uh, <laughs> she, she does from his bank account because he's probably. Hey, Cliff, thanks, Q. Pro- certainly appreciate you, dog. Rue. All right, let's go to uh, Diane. Diane, how are you? Yeah, I just wanted to say um, that the guy that was talking about, you know, how he don't like black women on social media and downing black men and everything like that. You know, I was just resenting the fact that he spent a lot of his airtime downing black women. No, I wasn't Instead downing black women. Up West black side women. Hold up, let her finish. Hold me. up, let her finish. She You're accusing me let, of doing let, it, so I'm going to let you finish your comment. Go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, 
you, this is the day to um, elevate black men. Okay. Now there are so many positive things you could have said about black men. You didn't even have to say anything about women. Period. You well, I was connected to the about, conversation you that, that Kendall was you, uh, was referring to because he was talking about how uh, black men don't get the credit, and sometimes black women stand up and say that they are the uh, they should be equated to Father's Day, you know, because you they're know. raising their kids. So I was just saying part of the, this is, might be part of the problem. I'm not down in black women, but I see black men doing his well. I, I don't. Agree, what I'm simply saying is I don't it. agree with it. If you have a problem with a black man in your life. Uh, you shouldn't put it on social media. If you have a problem with a black woman in your life, don't put it on social media. It devalues us as, as individuals to other people. And that's why I think that's one of the reasons, not the ultimate reason, but it's one of the reasons why we have so many problems dealing with other races, why they shoot, they kill us, they treat us differently. Oh if we God, cannot value Yeah, because other, you blamed it on the black woman. They shoot, they shoot y'all because of us. That's what you were saying, and that is so. No, I think I, 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 I was saying that. But I, that's, I was saying that, but I said I said that's part and of the that reason. Was my rebuttal. I believe and that's my opinion that that's part of the reason. They've been, they been, you know what? They've been shooting y'all way before there was such a thing called social media. That's right. They, they were been, doing they it. That's right. They were doing it. But you know what? White folks were in tune with that as well, and they brutalized were in tune with that as well. Whatever was before social media, trust me y'all was doing it on tv or on the radio or see, in person there you go see and it's, this it's is what up. i'm saying i'm not saying that y'all are totally responsible before now. social media see, was that's not what on saying. drugs and, and i'm going to challenge you her on this you just put what i am saying you know what i'm saying what i am saying is i don't believe that we should do that to each other but i do believe a percentage of that is the cause Okay, because I got white friends and they talk to me and they say, hey, you know, why do these people talk to talk about black women? Why do these people talk about black men? Why y'all talk about each other? And it does. I have white friends. They say it does in in their eyes devalue us. (laughs) Well, you sound like black crime right now. Sister Diane, Sister Diane, Sister Diane. You got to understand where I'm coming from. Will, 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 Will. Sister Diane, stay on the line. I got to take a break. I'm bringing you back. Yeah. Do not move. We're putting you on hold. It's the Kendall Moore Show. We'll be back in a Getting moment. Getting you from your workday to your weekend. It's the Kendall Moore Show with Netta Beretta and Westside Will. All right, Marcus, come on. We're coming with you. Hey, brother Kendall. How you doing? Family Will, Sister Netta. Love what you up, guys. What up? Yeah, man. Y'all, man, I tell you, y'all got the best show on Friday nights. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. All right, welcome back. 37 minutes after the hour. It is the Kendall Moore Show. Make sure that you're checking us out on Facebook Live. It is the Kendall Moore Show. Facebook Live. Will and Netta. Yes. Tell me about you guys' show on the Kendall Moore Show on Tuesdays. Yes, West Side, South Side Connection. Mm-hmm. I be trying to make Will laugh. He want me to be so serious. So serious. I am. Well, y'all, I y'all help me out because ah. I, I crack jokes and get Will just says, okay. Ah. Ooh, we got to get Will a girlfriend. Hold up, hold up. That part, that part, We going to get, listen. In public service, in public administration. Look me up. Will, y'all were just talking about y'all show. Can we give the people y'all y'all show information? Meta, can you please give y'all show information on Tuesdays? It is Tuesday night on Facebook Live. Check out the Kendall Moore Show's page. We'll be live on Facebook. What time? West Side, South Side Connection. It is 8 p.m. Central. 
Festival, mm-hmm. and you do not want to miss it because I'll be trying to give Will a hard time, and he be ignoring me. Yeah, yeah. Well, before you open your mouth, attorney <laughs> Sierra Norris, uh, your show, uh, give us your information. Okay, so my show's on Wednesdays, um, and it's from 7 to 8 on live. You can stream it from the Kendall Moore Show. It's still in its infancy stages. That's what they You're call You're doing it. fantastic. Um, you know, I'm trying to make sure that I'm talking. There's a lot going on right now in the media with, you know, black stars getting caught up in the criminal justice system. There's a lot of reform going on in Chicago and on a local level. My twin sister, not the last show because I was a little upset. And that's I want to also give you guys a warning. I come off of work when I do these shows, so I never know what my energy is going to be like because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm defending people. But my sister was like, nobody else can give the points of view. So I'm like, Pooh Shiesty and NBA Young Boy and why I'm not, the way that I huge, can. Huge, you know, huge. so hopefully y'all hit me up on a national scale because I want to talk to y'all because everybody is talking about this topic. But why not talk it? Talk it from the point of the attorney who actually knows what's going on. All right. Thank you, Sierra Norris. What's up, Will? What up, Will? Yes, sir. All right. So we have Diane. We're going to bring Diane back in. Thank God for Diane. Diane, let me say this oh, before yeah, we bring yeah. you back. Diane, on. you are supported. <laughs> Diane. So both Netta Beretta and attorney Sierra Norris. Gave Will a hug when we went on break. No, we did not. Because <laughs> he needs one. <laughs> so what, what did y'all do? Y'all told him he needed a girlfriend. We, no, I asked him who hurt him. Nobody <laughs> hurt me. Because I'm hurt. Hold on, hold on. The core of your argument, the core of your argument was that women should let these men have their day because it doesn't matter how hurt they are in the context of, you know, being a single mom or whatever. They cannot. No, he was making, he was no, making comments argument. on Facebook. The core of his, the core no, but of his saying, argument was okay. that black women women's disdain or dissent or whatever publicly on social media is part of the reason why white people see black black men and or black men get killed. You're a hypocrite because you're allowing yourself to have your voice but you're not allowing there to be a counter argument and what you said was kind of left. Alright, so let's do this. Let's bring Sister Diane back, back, back to the show. Diane, thank you for your patience. Go ahead. Yeah, um, you know, I find it very, um, disheartening that he would speak so he would speak publicly on the radio about black women contributing to the negative stereotypes of black men or the negative Mm. views of black men there may be some truth to that. So he can speak. So he can speak that out on the airwaves, on the radio, publicly. You know, not behind closed doors. On There's the, nothing wrong with that. Table. You know what? He, this is how. But so wait, I'm not thing. finished. Hold let on, me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Will, go let, go let, come on, Will. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please, but Diane, continue. It's wrong. It's wrong, Mister Hypocrite, mm-hmm. for black women to come on social media, though to say what their experiences with black men have been. See, you can't have it both ways. So don't down us publicly for downing you. Publicly. He's saying that you came on you the know, radio to say that about black women, no, but you're but I but didn't you're say nothing negative about that black women. That was absolutely women. negative. Well, I you said, but I have had friends on social media who have said negative things about black men. My baby daddy and these you black have connected men, black, black women and what and speaking I said, out about classes this is to what the I'm killing saying. of black that men. That's what you went too far. My personal opinion, I feel that contributes to it. Now, my personal opinion, ladies, can we give if a black man does that? Let's hear him. Let's hear him. If a black man does that, I don't feel let. 
me let me say this, Diane. If a black man does that about a black woman, I don't feel he should do that. Now tell him, don't do that. Don't say that. I have. But I you're have, talking I have about negatively about said, black women on the radio. Because what it does, the same thing. If That's not the, the radio, where thing. Diane? If, the radio if, if is where I can reach people all over the country, media, all over the world, and tell people not to say it you because say it, that it devalues us. His you black be people. Down if we cannot value each other, nobody else will value us. Do you understand what I'm saying? If we sit here and keep saying hateful things to each other, then white people and whoever will say hell. They can. We can just well, kill you, them. You shouldn't, you shouldn't say negative what things about us over the radio. You know I'm telling you. You should just say that. From it. You shouldn't because say that you over do. the radio. That's I believe you doing. do it. That's what you are doing right now. I'm simply stating an opinion. That's all it is. Now, if there are people who disagree but with you. Did it over the radio, though. You did it over the radio. You did it over the radio. They just say their opinion, and they're not I only like saying an opinion. They are saying what their experiences are. We are saying what our experiences are. You haven't raised a kid for 18 plus years without any help. How about that? Without any a bottle, a bottle of infamil, a, a bag of pamp, not even a bag of pampers. Your, 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 your daughter go in the hospital and have surgery, and you give him a courtesy call and let him know that she's having surgery. Do you think he would even pick up the phone and call to see how she is? No, that didn't happen. <coughs> Diane, thank and, you. Um, and one more thing. Let me say one more thing. Okay. One more thing. I wish you guys, you men particularly, would have did your homework before you had this segment and made a list of all the positive things to say about black men. Okay? That's what this segment should have been about, not what we're talking about now. But it should we, have been just positiveness about, about black men. Because Ms. you research center okay. has right, said we got it. Ms. Diane, black men are more involved with their kids okay. than any other race. Ms. Diane, thank you so very much. We certainly appreciate you, one, listening to the show, and we appreciate your suggestions. A lot of people are going to say that it was misogyny. No, it's not. I'm telling you my personal opinion. I am a social scientist. I am a political scientist. I research, I watch, I read. I see friends of mine who have bad baby daddies, but and they bash them. And, they, and what they do is when they bash them, they bash other black men, too. They're all black men ain't this, all black men ain't that. And I got friends on the other end, men who bash black women. All I'm saying is we need to cut that out. We do not need to air our business on public social media because other people see that who are not black. We agree and with I you. And I think, this is what, let me say this, Nella. I feel it contributes to how we are treated outside of each other's community. A, a police officer, a white man, don't give a damn about you if a black woman don't like, don't want you, or disagree with you. And that's why I think some of that stuff is happening. They don't give a damn about what we give a damn but, about. But it's like you're giving them permission. You see what I'm saying? They don't need do permission. Not, do not talk about each other on social media. If you disagree, if your baby daddy is not doing you right, just don't put it so out there. So you're of the mindset that right. if we behave. If your mama, if your baby's mama is not well, doing wait, right, so you're of don't the mind- put it out there. Okay. So you're can, of the mindset can, can that this? we have it's to behave before I, white I, people please, behave. Can I do this? Can I do this? We don't have to do what white people do. Will, we're up against the clock. When they go low, we go high. Will, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm up. <laughs> All the way down there, though. <laughs> I, 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 you, I just, you know what? <laughs> Will, can, 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 we just, don't do what other people do. Will, please, bro. We don't 
don't do what other uh, people do. Listen, I just can let me let me yes. let me wrap this. No, I apologize. Please let me wrap this. Let me wrap this. Yes. The focus is absolutely on uh, black fathers and, and positiveness exactly. when it comes to it. That seg- that your co- that comment it sparks it sparks the, the, those type of comments because of the reality of it when it comes to black women. And I get that and I understand it. At the end of the day, period, point blank, we have identified. The positive, the, the the positiveness of what black men are. So if people don't listen to the entire show, shame on them. And I get that. But we did that. We ended up with one, two minutes of your commentary has turned into yeah, yeah. debate. Yeah. It, but but it speaks to again. It speaks to thought processes. Mm-hmm. Let's turn the page. All right. We're not going to end on this. I'm good. It's Father's I'm Day good. and it's June Boy, 10th. Yeah, let's turn the page. I want to see linen suit jackets. I, you know, I want to see breakfast. I want to see kindness. I want, you know, the reason why they and they attack black men and they kidnap them and they mass incarceration and black women are often held with the burden of the family is because how wonderful we are. So in saying that, yes, there is a lot of shortcomings within this community. There is a lot of things that black women bear and that they shouldn't have to. But at the end of the day, um, black men are wonderful. And it's part of the reason why we're hunted and we're killed and we're incarcerated and we're kidnapped. So, Will, I think we get what you are saying. And you're you're basically saying we have to love ourselves no matter what anyone does, which is basically what I was saying about I don't care if there's not a dad that tells me how wonderful I am. I have to. That's essentially what you're saying. I'm just saying that we also have to look. We have to get our. Our, our 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 messages off with love, and so I, I I can't wait to see the black men. I know how much my my son loves to see his father. On and some how real happy real is. real, it's Father's Day weekend, That's right? And Father's Juneteenth. All right, so we're up against the clock. Beretta, you got you you have the last word on this, and when we come back, we're gonna uh, make announcements about what's going on this weekend. Okay. Black fathers do not get celebrated enough. On. Father's Day and every day, we need to make sure that we are amplifying the impact that positive black fathers, present black fathers have in the lives of these children and not just their children. You have mentors who are helping children that don't even belong to them. You have stepfathers who are helping children. Big that they shout did to not the stepdads. Mad Absolutely. love to the stepdads. Absolutely. So we understand that there's trauma. We understand <clears throat> that there is there are disagreements. We understand that there are things that we need to address and we have to work on within our community. But if we use our energy to not bash each other, to not point out our shortcomings, use that energy to Make the black fathers who are actually doing a great job know that they're appreciated. Some other father is going to see that appreciation and that love and that energy and the impact that it has. And it's going to have a trickle down effect. And before you know it, the media and everybody else, social media, whatever, will have no choice but to recognize and identify that black fathers are the greatest force that this country has. And I think that's what they're afraid of. Which is why they do what they do to black men. I promise you that. All right. Nice work. Taking a break? All right. Let's go. Put your headphones on. All right. All right. 
This is the end of the show. Yeah. As we wrap, and I pass it to you, Will. Go ahead. My name is Will. I'm going to say what I want. <laughs> Don't curse. And that's just it. <laughs> well, do you, Sierra? Let's go. My name is Sierra, and I'm really looking at you. Today, your point of view was really like, what, boy, what you talking about? You coming at these single moms. It's Father Day. You really should be on one. You don't know when to stop. You say too much, and you go over the top. I'm sitting here looking at you like, Will, please stop. But, hey, that makes good spot. <laughs> ready, where you at? Okay. All right, let's go. So, the Kendall Moore Show, we're talking about black fathers. If you don't have something positive to say, don't even bother. Thank you for celebrating the ones who care for our sons and our daughters. Have a good weekend. F the BS. Father. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Look, at, that's a lit round table right yeah, there. <laughs> Keep your day job. My mixtape is coming out. <laughs> Please check out my the EP. Moore show mixtape. We should have uh, we, sh- we brought uh, Delve in on this. Oh, oh yeah, should've. we should have. He, he probably had a... Dale, go and put the mix back up. Put, put nope, the music back we gotta up. we got to wrap it up, brother. We got to wrap, <laughs> oh, <gotta> wrap it up. <laughs> ah, look at you. All right. All right, this weekend, Juneteenth, make sure that you celebrate. Yes. Celebrate safely. It is also Father's Day weekend as well. Let's go around the table with my distinguished panel, per use. We'll start with you, Will. What What up, man? Okay, so what's happening over on the west side is a Father's Day barbecue celebration. Uh, It will be at Kells Park Community Park. Park over on 3601 West Chicago Avenue. And this event is for fathers who will have games, foods, and, and food and gifts, and uh, just come out and have fun. Uh, there's also another event going on over in Austin. It, uh, it started today, and it is the Juneteenth uh, Festival. And I just lost it on this page, but it's happening over. It started today, of course, June 18th, and it's uh, going over. It's going on over in Columbus Park on the west 19. side. So there's yeah, a Juneteenth Festival, and all of the organizations over on in the Austin area, which I live in, they're doing a, a, a collaborative festival together. So lots of fun games and uh, probably a little concert and things like that. So all right, like thanks, that well, certainly appreciate that. What you got, uh, Attorney Sierra? You know, I'm probably going to find a protest, a picnic, that's, something like that's that. That's your M.O. You know, um, I'm not going to tell y'all where I'm going to be. Just watch my social media attorney, Sierra Norris. I'm going to find something to get into. But hopefully it's in a protest, dance a little bit, get some good music. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to join up with something. I always try to make the best out of Juneteenth. All right. That's what's up. Now the Beretta. Yeah. So it's Juneteenth and Father's Day. And Father's Day weekend. Time. And it's the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And the yes. Puerto Rican Day Parade. My wife and I will be at the Puerto Rican. You know, my wife is a Latinx, so. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, people are always asking, nice. where do you find good men? If you can't find a good man being celebrated at a Father's Day barbecue, I don't know where you can find <laughs> Actually, you right now. Let's go. go. Let's go to one. somebody's barbecue okay. and find me a good man. And there are a lot of kids. good men at those barbecues, you know I promise you. I'm going with Netta. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it in. So, yeah. So, where you at? I, I just told you. At the, at the, I'm saying at, at these uh, uh, Father Day uh, mm-hmm. events that are taking place. I can't disclose my location. All right. I got to be covert in my hunting. Absolutely. Oh, you're hunting. No, okay. I am on the prowl. Is it Goodwill? Cougar. Hunting. <laughs> I'm hunting in Goodwill, yes. Goodwill. No, I'm not hunting, hunting Will. 
I'm not hunting Will. But he needs a girlfriend, so please call Netta. No, I don't um, need uh, You can find I'm, her on Facebook I'm and uh, um, Instagram. And she and I, I will be vetting all of the contestants. Oh even no, if you are my girlfriend, we should set up those are the rules. So just some things about Those are the rules. Set up a dating site to date Will. That's how it goes. We're going to have to set up one of them old That ain't going to change nothing. He likes long walks on the beach. That's what it is. Yes, I do like long walks. And you know beach, what? We might even turn we it into a charity auction. And we gonna have people come here. He is looking for the Michelle yeah. to his Barack. Look Absolutely. here, political oh, takeover. God. This is what's happening. Spellman, a what uh, 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 Spellman degree is preferred. <laughs> Right. No, absolutely. Feel me. Yeah, yeah, both hands. Yeah, yeah you got to have a degree to, to, to deal with kids. Will. You got to have a degree to deal with Will. <laughs> High value, man. High All right. Value, man. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, <laughs> let me take this time uh, to, again, thank uh, each and every one of you who are uh, checking in with us. WVON.com as well as KendallMoreShow.com. Make sure you're checking out uh, their incredible shows each and every week. Tuesdays, the West Side, South Side Connection. They stream live on the Kendall Moore Show. Also, uh, Attorney Sierra Norris, she's streaming live Wednesdays on the Kendall Moore Show. They all they also have their own pages, so make sure that you follow them on that as well. Thank you very much for allowing us to be a part of your Fridays each and every Friday. We'll see you next week. Uh, make sure that you're checking out the Kendall Moore Show page. We're also You can also follow me on Instagram as well. And all of their handles are everywhere. Until next time. Big shout, Dale. Let me say that before I say that. Dale, what, what's your handle? All my handles are uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Delvin Restored. All right, Isaiah, he doesn't even work for us anymore. He, uh, They don't work for us anymore. They're just, like, kind of floating around right now. Isaiah does what he wants. You, you leave my friend alone. Isaiah going to do what, and that the, what, what, what they want to do. That's how Isaiah where rolls. They, what, 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 where can they follow you at? They can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ZayTheProphet underscore. You see what I'm saying? Too cool. Just comes out smooth like butter. All right. That's my day. <laughs> Happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day. Church and Tabernacle. The talk of Chicago is 1690 WVON Sherwin, Chicago.